is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. It was a no-go for NASA's mighty Artemis moon rocket this morning. Correspondent Peter King was up bright and early at Kennedy Space Center. It's not what NASA wanted. Launch Director Charlie Blackwell-Thompson has called a scrub for today. But it's important that everything work as planned on the brand new rocket and spacecraft. The issue that uh, came up was an engine bleed that uh, couldn't be remedied. In plain English, it was the inability to chill down one of the four main engines for the space launch system so it can fly safely. Engineers are trying to find out why that long-practiced procedure did not work. They hope they can fix it on the launch pad. NASA's next launch attempt could come as soon as Friday. Supermarket workers in Bend, Oregon, scrambled for cover when shots rang out at their Safeway. Me and three other employees ran into a walk-in refrigerator and closed the door and stayed there. We stayed hidden until the authorities arrived. Police say a gunman shot and killed two people at the Safeway. They say the suspect was dead when they arrived. The chief says officers did not fire their guns. Police are looking for two suspects in the shooting of an NFL player. CBS's Steve Kathan. Brian Robinson, a rookie running back for the Washington Commanders, was shot during what the team says was an attempted robbery or carjacking in D.C. The 23-year-old is hospitalized with what the team says are non-life-threatening injuries. An official in southern Ukraine says the country is launching a counteroffensive to retake occupied Kursan. It comes as U.N. inspectors make their way to a nuclear power facility in southern Zaporizhia. The team will assess any damage from recent shelling near the Zaporizhia power plant and perform safety and security checks if... The Russians let them, says Ukrainian presidential aide Alexander Rodnyansky. It's unclear whether they'll have enough information to really have a good picture of what's going on. Accusing the Russians of using the same obstructive tactics the Iranians have employed over their nuclear inspections. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. LG is teaming with Honda to build an electric car battery plant in the U.S. They say it'll cost $4.4 billion and produce batteries exclusively for Honda vehicles. The exact location hasn't been decided yet. A reggaeton star does double duty at the VMAs. Bad Bunny won Artist of the Year. CBS Entertainment's Dana Cortez. Bad Bunny made history by becoming the first non-English artist to ever win the prestigious award. The announcement was immediately followed by his performance live from his sold-out show at Yankee Stadium. Taylor Swift won top prize video of the year and announced she has a new album coming out October 21st. Dow down 208. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's worse than the FBI raid. Big Tech and the Deep State want to stop Donald Trump. Now, Dick Morris reveals their dark plan in his new book, The Return. Already a number one Amazon bestseller, The Return reveals the real threat facing Trump. But Dick Morris says Trump will still win. At bookstores, get The Return or see the free offer and save $28. Call 800-NEWSMAX, 800-NEWSMAX, or go to thereturn911.com, thereturn911.com. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up. Hedge against inflation and the downturn in the stock market. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help make an investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you are an SEC-accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. Call 1-800-278-7455. That's 1-800-278-7455.
Determination, drive, and sheer dominance. And it's Serena time again. Over 27 years, Serena Williams served, volleyed, and slammed her way to the top of the tennis world. Her career highlights can hardly be matched. 73 singles titles, 23 singles grand slams. Her first of those coming right here at Flushing Meadows in 1999 as a fierce 17-year-old. Starbucks, usually popular fall drink, has some in-house competition. Put a little cinnamon in there. Put a little nutmeg in, too. The chain officially releases its pumpkin spice latte tomorrow and a new apple crisp oat milk macchiato. Starbucks' first non-dairy autumnal offering. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. All right, here's Marty Hausberger with the news update. Marty? Now, this is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. Okay, we got a little uh, little situation here. Let's, uh, there's been a few changes <laughs> in buttons over the uh, weekend. So let's... Uh, this is interesting. All right, Marty... Uh, I don't, money, the typical thing. I don't have you on your uh, the usual place. So, uh, are you there now, buddy? Nope. That's a great way to start the uh, the new week. Good morning, Marty. I think we had a little change over on the uh, news over the weekend. Some of the buttons have been changed, but uh, let's see. I haven't lost all my buttons. Let's <laughs> try. Can't get through to the newsroom, buddy. Uh, if you want to come in here, that'll be fine. We can do a little chat in the studio. Hey, listen, it's a human element. Obviously, uh, we had a couple of changes over the weekend, and I have 30,000 buttons in front of me. So, uh, And Buttons and Bows, which was a wonderful song by Adina Shore. So let's give this a try again. And uh, good morning, Marty. Hello, Stu. <laughs> I promise I didn't touch anything. Okay. Something is a little touchy here anyway. You can't anyway. blame me for this. No, I don't blame you. That debacle between 6 and 10, you can blame me, but you can't blame me on this. No, that that's fine. That's fine. No, no problem. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> oh, let's see. A uh, woman fell into a fire pit and had him over the weekend. Not sure how that happened. It was on uh, Park Road. Wow. she all right? All over her body. We're not sure. State police aren't really saying. Mm-hmm. I think she'll be all right, but they haven't given us an update. 54-year-old woman falling in a fire pit. There's a new report. Uh, Maryland, first in the nation for gender equality. It's from U.S. News and World Report. And it's based on um, education, uh, public and private sector management, health, economy, Maine is second. Rhode Island is third. Connecticut is seventh. Idaho last. Mm. So there you go for that. Diesel and heating oil supplies here in the Northeast are more than 50% below the recent average. Fuel supplies lower than normal pretty much across the country. Uh, the war in Ukraine, one of the reasons, but there are a lot of other reasons. But the supply is worst here in the Northeast, according to the feds. And we had over 50 different tribes represented over the weekend at Skimitzin. Skimitzin, I like that. Skimitzin, Gesundheit. Looks like a nice sunny day, a little on the humid side, but 88 according to Channel 3. And now, Stu Breyer. 
I was listening to uh, Marty Hausberger in the morning. Oh, he's awful. Gosh. Can you find <laughs> anybody better than him? He's awful good. He's I nice. heard that wonderful personality. Ugh. <laughs> good Lord. You need to get believe in get yourself. in here or something? <laughs> hey, first day of school, isn't it today? It is the first day of school. Yeah. I remember the first day of school. Remember you were a kid? I don't know about you, but mom dressed me up like I was going to a wedding or something. Oh, I bet you look sharp. It's the first impression that the teacher gets when you come on the first day of school. I think there is something to do that, sure. And the second day, they lose that impression completely. Look at little Stu Breyer. Doesn't he look nice? I bet he's a nice young yeah, man. Well, and the next day, you're a complete horror show. Put the, <laughs> put the little tie on. and it's, Good morning, Miss Spicer. We need, you remember her her name? Oh, I have a lot of Yeah, I remember a lot of Your them. Your first grade teacher, you remember her name? Yeah. Mrs. Spicer. Mine was Mrs. Lewis. Mrs. Lewis? Yep. Actually, my first grade teacher was Mrs. Brown. I think Mrs. Spicer was my third grade teacher. I think I can name all of mine. You're kidding. Yeah. Mrs. Lewis, Mrs. Ritchie, Mrs. McKinley, Mrs. Kelsch, Mrs. McCauley, and Mrs. Lennox. That is First incredible. Grade. I had I had a Miss Dooley. I had a Miss Fordham. I had a Mississippi. No, that wasn't one of them. Wow. I can't remember my kindergarten teacher. She was a monster. Mine was Miss Ellie. I don't Ms. remember Ellie. her last name, but her name was Ellie, I guess. I just I realized they were, all, they were all ladies. There were no men teachers I then. I did not have a man teacher until... Ooh. High school. High school, yeah. Right. Well, no. My algebra teacher in seventh grade was a man. I think he was the first. Mr. Ammerman. Very nice man. I think my first too. my first crush uh, teacher was um, not Miss Dooley. Miss <laughs> Dooley? We had a Miss Bernazzani. Remember that name. Mm. Good Italian woman. You had a crush on her? No, not her. The one, gee, the one I had the crush on, I can't remember her name. Mm. She didn't talk to me again after I gave her my phone number. I got a spanking with a wood paddle in you, fourth grade. You? Yes. I don't know why. I don't remember why. Turns out that teacher was a... Uh, um, a masochist? A year-long substitute for our regular teacher because our regular teacher, Mrs. Martin, was suffering from cancer. Oh. So Mrs. Kelch came in. I've never had so much homework in my life. We didn't have backpacks back then, so you're going home with your arms stuck out to here with all these books under you. She spanks me for some reason with a wooden paddle like they used to do in the day. And uh, Funny thing is, she turned out to be my favorite teacher. No kidding. Yeah. You were into spankings. <laughs> from Mrs. Kell, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what grade was that? Fourth. And she gave you all that homework too, and oh, she she loaded us up on homework. She, I hated it. She turned out to be. But she uh, turned out to be my favorite teacher. Isn't that amazing, huh? One of the reasons was, she, and she'd probably be arrested if she did this now. Oh, of course. She invited me and one of my best buddies to her house. Hello. For <laughs> a hamburgers, cookout oh. hamburgers. Oh. And she was a girls' basketball coach at the junior high school, and so she. Invited us to her house for hamburgers, and then she took us to one of her games up at the junior high. She'd get arrested now doing that, but she must have felt guilty for what she did. Maybe she was. Maybe that was guilt. Now, did you tell your parents about that, or you never told them about getting spanked? Yeah, I think they knew. I think they know. Yeah. Usually, they would send a notice home. I think. Hey, Marty. Marty got spanked. The life of me. Remember what I did. Can't imagine what you could have done to get spanked. 
talking out of I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I remember Miss Lucy, she was uh, a victim of the Coconut Grove fire in Boston. Oh, jeez. She had a red wig, but she was okay. But, oh, okay. Uh, That's good. So she had survived that, and um, most of my teachers were pretty good. My you kid hate ag- school, though. You hate oh, school. absolutely. I got to be honest. You know, I, oh. I don't think I liked it for a minute. Hey, not everybody likes it. Yeah, I know. And I, I passed, which was... <laughs> A miracle? I didn't get any spankings. Never? No, I always got A in conduct. I never said boo. You know, I usually got good grades in conduct, too, but I don't know. For some reason, I got a spanking in the fourth grade, and I can't for the life of me remember why. It's amazing because I was uh, such a good student in that area that uh, they had me do all the uh, deliver things to the principal's office, Uh, clap out the erases. You were the pet, weren't you? I was supposed to be, you know. How yeah. that chalk that in the back in yeah. Oh, Stuart, would you please? You know, that was like a compliment. Yeah, it was. She you had know. me do things. She yeah. had me go to the principal's office, and well, they probably had you go to the principal's office for a different for reason. Discipline, yes. <laughs> Sorry about your dog. I know. You know that's tough. That is tough. I'm sad. I went through it three times. This is my second time. Well, my. F- dog when i was a kid got run over that was was like 11 that was traumatic but this is the second time as an adult i've had to put a dog down yeah it's it's heartbreaking how old was your dog 11 it's not that old i know yeah cancerous tumor in his chest it was causing bleeding in his lungs oh man but you never know he was that bad i mean he wasn't the same you could tell something was up but he wasn't didn't seem like he was in pain mm-hmm. or anything but they said it's just not going to get better it's just it, it is amazing i see people with their dogs and it's definitely a family member oh gosh no and doubt. Uh, it's unrequired love Un, yes you can be no you can be somebody like you were in the fourth grade and they'd still love you, <laughs> you yes know? it is amazing jerk I know they're finding out how smart dogs really are, even smarter than ever. So They're smarter than most people I know. Did your dog do tricks? No, not really. He'd roll over. He would do anything for my dogs for a treat, you know. He wasn't much of a fetcher. He didn't. He fetched no, really. maybe once or twice, and yeah. then they said, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is more fun for right. you than it is for me. I'm well, quitting. My dog would have done anything for a treat. I mean, he'd, really? he'd do our tax forms for nice. us. <laughs> he would he was amazing, you know. All of a sudden, I'll sit, I'll stand, I'll give you my paw. No wonder the IRS never got on you. Unbelievable! Your dog did your taxes. Well, anyway, uh, join Marty Hausberg mornings on WICH. Yeah, six o'clock. In addition to the news, he's got the muse. Yeah. The news and the muse. He remembers all of his teachers. It's not an I easy bet I thing can to remember do. All my secondary school teachers too. You're probably. kidding. You asked me like seventh grade social studies. I don't remember any teachers from high school. It's because you hated school. Yeah, I, I mean, I school. really hated it in high school. I was lucky; I had good teachers. So none of them I really didn't like. See, my te- my sister was a year ahead of me. She loved school. She was an all A student. So they pay. They were expecting the they same were expecting from you. Expecting from the same thing from me. Oh, you're Judy's brother. I'm so. Oh boy, you people in for it. I'm not anything like Judy. <laughs> I'll never forget that Judy's brother. You know, isn't that crazy? Judy I was the fir- I was the oldest, so yeah, I didn't have any of that. But. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, no, you didn't have the people following you and saying, oh, yeah, uh, Marty, he had a, got oh, a spanking. Marty, Marty's your brother. He's a little <laughs> jerk. <laughs> well, thanks for stopping by. We'll try to figure out what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I don't know what that. happened there. Maybe it was a. Uh, so I don't really know what's uh, football going on. game with messed it up uh, over the weekend. It says, I don't know. Where I used to put you out in the news, at, uh, well, there's a Yukon here and there's one up here and it's uh, down uh-huh. here where they always had the news, but. Yeah. Mm. So when I was see that, now it's UConn. So the next time there's nothing, just pretend there's a game going on. I'll do some play-by-play, fake play-by-play. Do some play-by. And I know you can do that, too. They played pretty well on Saturday, by the way. They got beat, but not by nearly as much as they were supposed to They got a big injury, though, with the quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Quarterbacks They might have won that game. Wide receivers out now, yeah. All right, Marty, um, if you see anybody in the engineering department. (laughs) I don't think we have one, do we? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I'll call you in again. All right. Take care, buddy. Welcome to the program. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. so wonderful to be human. We make mistakes because we're human. It's no big deal, right? We'll fix it. And we'll get Marty back on track with the uh, the news pot. They call it the news pot. No, it's not anything to do with pot. Hey, let's go to the lines and good luck. Welcome to the program. Good morning to you. Hi there. You're on. Father Stu? Yes, my friend. You're right. Uh, we're human, and we yeah. make mistakes. I know. When I first got but, into radio, I would panic and go, oh, no. But, hey. But, you know, still, at the same time, you know, you, you started off your show talking to Marty about pretty much things that are not harmful. So I, I hate to change the subject to something. No, listen. But it's it's happening all the time. I think you and I were brought up at when it was safe to go to a house of worship. Oh my God! It, we it never was safe th- to go. Yeah, we never to thought a about that. Places it was safe to go to a, yeah. a supermarket. Now, yeah, never thought of we those had things. Another shooting in Oregon in a supermarket where people were killed. Yep, I don't so, get it. It makes me wonder, you know, you, you, you like to ask questions, and I think that's great to ask questions. You get people to think. What what has happened to our country in terms of safety? I don't know, but I think about it a lot, and I just don't can't figure it out how uh, what goes through somebody's mind that they would do such a thing and shoot at innocent people. It's just... Yeah, well, that's what I'm... I just had, some, had to say something because I just heard about the news. So I said, mm-hmm. oh, no, not again. Yeah. Okay, so have a nice day. Hey, you too. You take care of yourself. Thank you. What can I say? You know, these are there's more of that uh, continuing in our country. I have some, you know, we've talked about it. I think the criminal justice system is deplorable. They have stopped really sentencing people for committing bad crimes, and they keep doing it. As far as the weather, we got another warm day today. Look at this. Hot and humid, 88. 70 tonight. Tomorrow, partly sunny, warm and humid, high in the upper 80s. 
Wednesday morning showers possible, otherwise mostly sunny and less humid, 86. May summer continue. 79 degrees right now. Did you hear about the Mickey Mantle rookie card? Sold in an auction for $12,600,000. Can you imagine? That's 1952 when that came out. It's supposed to be in pristine condition. Is that more than a Van Gogh painting? So it's the biggest selling card of all time. Originally, it sold uh, like 25 years ago for $50,000. And Sunday, their heritage auctions, it sold for $12.6 million. It's astonishing. There's a big article in the paper about it today. So if you happen to have in your attic, in your cellar, somewhere in your collection, a mint Mickey Mantle 1952 baseball card. You may want to sell it, or you may hang on to it. Maybe it'll go up in price. I can't imagine that. I find that astonishing. Well, nice work if you can get it. God bless you. I don't know why I let my baseball cards go when I was a kid. You don't think of those things, huh? A mint condition Mickey Mantle baseball card sold for... $12.6 $12.6 million at auction, the most ever paid in the booming sports memorabilia market. You know, it's ironic if Mickey Mantle is looking down when you consider the salary he got as a player as opposed to what his cardboard picture went for. He would be astounded. The rear card passed the record of $9.3 million a buyer paid for a jersey worn by Diego Maradona when he scored the hand of gold goal in the 1986 World Cup. That time it passed the $7.25 million that a century-old Hornus Wagner baseball card recently brought. A private sale, $6.2 million, paid for the heavyweight boxing belt reclaimed by Muhammad Ali in 1974, Rumble in the Jungle. Even before bidding at Heritage Auctions began, it was anticipated that the mantle card would set a record because of its excellent condition, legendary New York Yankees subject, its rarity, a market in which sports memorabilia is a hedge against inflation and investors becoming active again after the pandemic. Well, makes you want to go and uh, check out your baseball cards you might have saved. There's only so much Netflix and Tiger King people could watch, so you know that they were getting back into hobbies. Clearly, sports collecting was a part of that. Chris Ivey, the director of sports auctions at Heritage Auctions, told the Associated Press, 52 Mantle Card brought a tidy profit for Anthony Giordano, the president of Recycling and Waste Management Company in New Jersey, who bought that card for $50,000 at a New York City show in 1991. He told the Washington Post that he can sense a good deal. The buyer is not yet known. Mantle played all 18 seasons of his career with the New York Yankees, won seven World Series titles, was a three-time American League MVP. The switch-hitting center fielder was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1974. His first year of eligibility, Mantle died in 1995. And to think what he got for his salary was 
I don't know, not even 100,000? Well, things are certainly changing in that area. I thought I'd start off the uh, program in a lighter note. For those of you who may have saved some baseball cards, you may want to check them out. This portion of our program is an open topic, and the number is 889-5252 if you'd like to check in. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Connecticut Army National Guard. Aired by the Connecticut Broadcasters Association and this station. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio. 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Well, this is the big weekend, huh? Labor Day weekend. And uh, we'll have a lot of specials with 60s and 70s music. So whatever you're up to on the weekend, cookouts, cook-ins, picnics, going to the beach, tune it in to WICHAM and FM for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. I, I, uh, I loved a couple of things that were talked about earlier. Um with Marty there, uh, yes, uh, there were there were a lot of uh, different ways in which teachers back when I was in, uh, well, from uh, elementary school on up, uh, that who, how they would, uh, I'd say, discipline you, try to get you to no longer pull girls' hair or uh, mm-hmm. no longer uh, <laughs> do this, that, and the other thing. Uh, but one thing struck uh, that I remember, I remember many things, but one thing in particular that uh, we had these, they had the large sheets. I would say they were probably a good four to five inch, five feet in uh, width of heavy, uh, heavy, heavy duty, uh, like uh, manila paper or, or, mm. or whatever. And they were used in the art department. But I remember the teacher, Jack Sheehy, Wrapping us, a couple of my friends and I, up. Wrapping uh, you up in them. Time wrapping that big sheet around us, so with our arms down to our sides, so that we would learn the lesson not to touch anybody. Well, that's an interesting one. I don't remember seeing that. I oh yeah, and then the other one was face the wall, step back from the wall, mm-hmm. put your put your index finger against the wall, and stand there. Wow, those are good ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing was, boy, when you talked about Mickey Mantle, when I was in elementary school at that time, it would have been in the late 50s, there was a lot of interest in uh, baseball cards. As kids, we would ride our bikes up to the store every year, and, you know, we'd buy our little, we'd buy it for the gum as well as the card. Oh, it was so exciting. I did the same thing, yep. Yeah. But the uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, we would go to the elementary school before classes started or during recess, mm-hmm. and we would we, we played games against the the wall of the school where we'd put a card there and we'd each step back six feet and fling other cards until one of us knocked that card that was leaning down, hmm. and then you got the pot of cards. Uh, I remember, oh boy, I wish I had that pot pack or that 
those cards today because amongst them were Yankee cards. Oh yeah, uh, full team pictures oh, back yeah. in probably the uh, you know late fifties. Mm-hmm. Well, I got in trouble. The teacher said, "Come in," and we didn't respond quick enough. Teacher took the cards, threw them in the trash. Oh my God! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, that was it. There was no there was no ifs ands or buts. Uh, that was that was it. It was over, and that's your lesson. So maybe maybe somewhere buried are the are those uh, <laughs> a mantle or a Maris or a Yankee team card from way back when. Uh, but we loved we loved our cards. We loved the gum. We loved to play Sandlot baseball, and uh, I'd do it all over again if I had to. Did you, did you ever try to get a complete set? Uh, no, I was pretty. No, I was kind of too young then. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we, we. No, I honestly can't say that I tried to get the whole set of anyone. But we had our favorites. We, I grew up in uh, in Wallingford, so I, I only on television at that time would get uh, a New York station. So I only got the Yankees as a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, what did I know about uh, <laughs> Ted Williams? I, you know, it just or the Red Sox, or any other teams. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was really uh, really amazing uh, growing up in those times. See, our those teachers... Those were our heroes. Oh, oh boy, my God. We, Listen, we, even we though, just couldn't get enough of those guys. Even though I was a Red Sox fan, I was definitely enthralled by the Yankees. I mean, they had such great ball players that uh, it was just remarkable. But do you remember getting the cards, and sometimes we get duplicates... In the same pack? No, not in the same pack. Oh, but, you oh know. yeah, we oh definitely yes. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, we, you'd have two of somebody. Uh, yeah. yeah, and you trade maybe uh, somebody for it or yeah. Oh, those cards were well made too. Geez, those were there was some quality they were in nice. those cards. Yeah. It was really amazing. Yeah. I, uh, I I think about that often. I, I share I've shared that memory with some old elementary buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they get a charge every time they they hear about it. It's yeah. fun. It's fun. I was uh, doing the same thing, and uh, we'd open up. Me and my friend Chucky would open the pack of cards and go, "Got it, got it. Don't got it, got it, got it." You know. Oh, okay, gotcha. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we we would have a, a, a you know I would say a good two two or three inch pack of them. Mm. You know, as we walked around as kids then, and uh, it was just hilarious. Hey, I'm good talking to you. It's fun. Uh, okay, I love it. Bye. Thank you. Hello, got it, got it. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi there. Oh, all this news and, and not enough time to talk about it, so Did I'll talk it? local. Did well, you? All right, well, talk it local. Affect us. Mm-hmm. Like on the front page of the day, uh, front page of the day paper where it says low fuel stocks causing concern, northeast vulnerable to disruption if we have extreme weather. You know, we wouldn't be having that trouble if Mr. Know Nothing in up there in D.C. would stop shipping our oil overseas and depleting our oil reserves that are for emergencies. And people can say, oh, he's not doing that. Yeah, he is. And so he is putting our, our people in, in crisis mode because he's doing the global thing, doing what the European Union and all them want him to do. And, um, of course, that's predicted in books that I have, that are all printed in 06, that the United Nations, they want to, they want to rule the world, you know? Um, and um, 
So that, uh, th- this drought we got going on isn't funny. You know, they're declaring us, you know, a disaster area over the weekend, New London County, and I guess Rhode Island. You better keep those prayers for rain, buddy. I did today. I called the All Roberts prayer line in Oklahoma, and I called CBN down in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I called them every day. But what All Roberts line said... She said, we had a drought here, we got all the churches together, they all prayed, and it broke the drought. But of course, the chance of that happening up here in the Northeast is a joke. That's why I don't go to any organized churches anymore. Why is it a joke up here? You mean God doesn't cover this area? No, because I don't think that the um, clergy in the area are strong enough to, and this is my opinion, because of how I grew up with ministers that were real, don't play cards, don't wear lipstick. I grew up with them kind, okay? Mm-hmm. The ones now, they, they, they have one foot in the world, and I believe, and one foot in, in the Bible or in their religion. If they really believed, they'd call a special prayer night and have everyone pray for rain. And it can happen. But like I said, only out there in the Midwest, Kansas, and areas like that where it's really bone dry, and I know we live there, they have to get together and they pray for rain, and it works. So I dare any of the priests, ministers, whatever kind of clergy are up here in this area, and anywhere in New England, if they can hear my voice, get together and pray. It really does work, you know. It would be nice. We could use a consistent little bit of rain for a day or two, huh? Well, yes. And the guy on the New York station, because I always get my national news in the morning, he is saying that we need more than a shower. He says our water tables are really down, Mm -hmm. and we really need some good ground-soaking rain. I mean, even New York's getting getting worried. And talking about New York, since they have been busting all of them illegals up there, have you heard about the crime wave they're having? Well, in all fairness, they've been having a crime wave for quite a long time now. Well, they're making a big deal about the one this weekend. They had 12 shootings, and this is starting to sound like Chicago. And one one shooting killed somebody on a Coney Island boardwalk. And there was even a shooting or a car fire, well, or both, right in front of St. Patrick's Cathedral, the big one in New York City. So... People are complaining of the yin-yang. Oh, and did you hear over the weekend, uh, Ms. Hochul wants all the Republicans to get out of her state. Did you hear that one? No, I didn't hear that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she wants them all to leave. It's like, okay, hey, come on into New England, and we'll turn our states red again. If you don't want the Republicans, we'll take them and... Better for us, we'll just all turn red and we'll have better states. She can keep her blue state and have it falling apart with murder, mayor. murder, mayhem, so Susie, death, and destruction. Susie, did you get excited on the first day of school? Was that a happy time for oh, you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Our teachers, we had all grandmas 
I mean, oh, grandmas. Oh yes, every teacher from my first grade. Well, we had some single women that were teachers too, but the grandmas are oh, excellent, and then married women. We had grandmas, single, and married women, and they really cared for you. And then when we got to Preston Plains, that's when we had single gentlemen, and I'm going to say gentlemen from college. They were our teachers there, so we got to see men, you know, before we went into NFA, where you got women and men for you teachers. You got to see, so what, got to see what a man a, was like? Is that it? Excellent. School system, no. Excellent. Where do you think I got my debate skills from? Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. Eighth grade, Preston Plains, and mm. that teacher, when I was younger, became the principal of that school later on. He was so good in history. So you mentioned uh, single and married. It didn't make any difference. I mean, how'd you know if they were single or married? And well, their names, Miss This, Miss That, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, and then I'm, Mrs. Whatever. But you could tell, you know, the other ones were older women, and um, we had some real older women. I'm going to say it because everybody, the family's an old family, Mrs. Peckham. Well, when, when I was in the first... When you're little, you think everybody's old. Oh, no, 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 no. She was way up there. I mean, she was way up there. And she probably taught in 1913 in the school system. I'm not kidding. <laughs> she was a crack the whip. She did not put up with anything. We were afraid of her, boy. But, you know, that was the old-fashioned teacher when, yeah, they could take, take a stick out and whack you, but we never had any of that going on. Only in fifth grade... We had a teacher, Mr. Brown. He only stayed one year. And he would always say, oh, Excedrin headache, number 900 and whatever. He was constantly popping the Excedrins. Yeah. And he threw wet sponges at the boys if they were acting up. Wet sponges? Yep, big, fat, wet sponges. He would squirt them with the wet sponges? Yep, he'd whack them with a wet sponge. I wonder how many of the ones my age in town in Preston still remember that. Okay, I, <laughs> all right, I'm going to ponder that. Thank you, okay. Susan. Okay. Wow. I must have been uh, some very... My teachers were pacifists. I mean, when we had... They caught us with things like baseball cards and, and anything. They would put them in the drawer in their desk, and at the uh, the last day of school, he he or she would pass them out. And we could take them back. But we had to wait the whole school year. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. <laughs> so I'm following 8 o'clock Susan. And uh, I wish you would pray for peace. Um, yeah, that's anyway, going to be in the top thought. 10. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm talking politics. So I'm thinking, you know, um, the encouragement to vote and whatnot. I don't think anything will change unless the politicians age out. And I think that um, they have so much power and wealth behind them that that keeps them in office. So... Well, money helps you. Money helps you get elected, for sure. Yes, so um, until they age out or whatever, nothing, in my view, is going to change. So. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. 
I mean, doesn't matter what age you are, young or old or middle. Uh, if you do a decent job, you do a decent job. So it should be, right? School days, 20 minutes before 11. Any back-to-school stories or anything else you want to talk about? Teachers? Frontier Communications broke its promise to Connecticut's working families. Instead of maintaining its experienced Connecticut-based workforce, Frontier's cut hundreds of good-paying jobs and replaced them with undertrained out-of-state contractors, putting quality of service and public safety at risk. Frontier was just fined millions of dollars for jeopardizing public safety here in Connecticut after its contractors botched underground fiber installations. And Frontier contractors have even repeatedly damaged water lines during installations, causing over 500,000 gallons of water leaks. That leads to both customer service outages and damage to our economy through job losses. With over $100 million of new infrastructure funding, Connecticut has a once-in-a-lifetime chance to build broadband right. But we need to hold Frontier accountable. Our families and communities deserve better from Frontier. Call the Public Utilities Regulatory Authority at 860-827-1553 and tell them to hold Frontier accountable to its commitment of investing in good Connecticut jobs. Don't hang up on Connecticut Frontier. Paid for by Fox News Commentary. The trans actress who starred in the never-released movie Batgirl is begging Warner Brothers to release it. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Now is the time to diversify your investments with gold and silver to protect your retirement. Hi, it's Lisa Booth for Bishop Gold Group. Bishop Gold Group sells physical gold and silver delivered to your door or put directly in your IRA. Call Bishop Gold Group and tell them Lisa Booth sent you to receive a silver gift on your first order. Dial pound 250 from your mobile phone and mention keyword Bishop Gold or go to bishopgoldgroup.com. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from Bishop Gold Group. Other slash Discovery spent $90 million bucks on the movie Batgirl, but decided not to release it. Why? Well, though the studio cites budgetary constraints, the word on the street is that the film was too woke, even for Hollywood, and releasing it would have been such a flop, they decided to shelve it instead. If that's the case, perhaps the studio executives are finally starting to catch on. Moviegoers are sick and tired of the woke, political, and activist agenda being shoved down our throats each time we simply want to catch a flick. Still, Batgirl's trans actress Ivory Aquino was begging the studio to release it, saying the decision not to release it had her crying from grief. She went on to tweet that the film isn't too woke, but actually reflects the world we live in. Hmm, maybe that's the problem. Everything has become so political and so extreme, it's utterly exhausting. Not everything has to have a political agenda, especially at the movie theater. But here's the thought. Maybe they could release the movie on CNN+. Plus. Oh wait, never mind. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Good morning to you. Welcome. Yeah, good morning, Stu. Hi there. Hi, this is Dave in the basement. Dave in the basement, because it's too hot in the attic, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, pretty soon uh, I'll probably be back in the attic, but right now it's comfortable where I am. I wanted to comment, we we may have a very different political system with many different um, changes uh, if we could uh, utilize our our three-class system uh, we have the uh, lower class, we have middle class, and upper class. Uh, it's not very democratic um, um, because uh, we we don't have any of the poor class in the government. So if it's to be a very democratic society, we need fair representation from all three basic classes. What do you think? Well, that would be nice. I think it would also be nice if there was a limit uh, when somebody is running for office that they can only put out so much money, and then uh, there's got to be a cutoff. So make it more... 
I even. think you'd, you'd have very different uh, thoughts, though. If we had fair representation from low-class people, okay, that are down-to-earth people, mm-hmm. that know the value of the dollar, okay, uh, these people uh, I highly respect. Um, because uh, they they don't have things given to them on a silver platter. They're 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 working. They're working people. Like I say, they 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 know the value of a dollar. So we need fair representation uh, in the White House. Again, um, we 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 need the representation from the poor class. Well, okay. I don't. I, I believe we have most representation from the upper class. Mm-hmm. No, I understand that your point. I understand are, are your point. in the higher society. That's that's not really fair, is it? Well, We're so, basically a three class system. Well, sometimes uh, the uh, the people you call as the lower class have more class than the people in the upper class. So, uh, uh-huh. and we're missing the boat on having them uh, be a part of uh, Washington. Yeah, it, uh, that's where I'm. That's where I'm. Yeah. I'm trying to put that point across. Mm-hmm. So again, if we had fair representation from the low class people, uh, with uh, with good values, I really think we'd have a different society. Okay. So that's just my interpretation. So we have to uh, consider the people in the basement, like yourself. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, especially now. Unlimited income. <laughs> Dave in the basement. It's always good so, to hear from you. Yes. Anyway, enjoying a wonderful program um, and uh, really uh, in- enjoy the different women that call in, too, like previously today, you know? Sure. Um, they, they're they they're good speakers. Um, they, they have the other side uh, we, we can take seriously and even laugh at from time to time. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So anyway, well, keep up the good work. Enjoying your humor as well, Stu. Thanks, Dave. It's good to hear from you, and I hope it's nice and cool in the basement. Take care. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Dave in the basement, when it gets cold, he calls us from the attic. WICH weather, mostly sunny, hot and humid, 88. Tonight, partly cloudy, patchy fog, 70. Tomorrow, partly sunny, warm and humid in the upper 80s. And Wednesday, a morning shower is possible. Otherwise, mostly sunny and less humid, high 86 as the warm summer weather continues. Everybody's always said when the kids go back to school, summer's over. Well, it's not. It's going to be around for uh, another month. So enjoy, enjoy. Right now we are at 80 degrees, 889-5252. Give us a call on any subject, including your baseball card collection, Going back to school memories, it's amazing how many people remember teachers. First day of school, still remember my first day of school ever. We'll be right back. I'm his cousin, Tony. And we're here to talk about that old stinky oil tank in your basement. Oh, yeah, that's old. And service station equipment. Oh, yeah, they're good. So here's the deal. Our other cousin, Tony, had globules coming out the thing on the floor in his basement. It was terrible. Oh, bad. Turns out that oil tank was older than grandma and a half. Must do the galaga. Exactly. Dangerous, too. Here's the thing with service station equipment. They know that oil tanks that are 20 to 25 years old should be replaced. Funny, that's what my wife says about me. So it's service station. 
station equipment, they can come, take that junky tank out, and install a Roth tank that will never rust. Save the station equipment. And comes with a 30-year warranty. Hey, after that, who cares, huh? Hey, good point. It's about time you said something. So if you're wondering about that oil tank, call 1-800-801-TANK. Or Google them on the Gastagudi net at ssc-inc.net. That's Saver Station equipment right here in Uncasville. Basta la And Martin McKinney. Oh, I hear he got skinny. Basta la this year, the Mystic Chamber of Commerce is celebrating the 100th anniversary of the beloved Mystic Bascule Bridge. Discover the bridge trail of bridge-related items created and available at local businesses. A portion of the sales from all the bridge trail items will go towards scholarships funded largely by Foxwoods Resort Casino. Download the Go Mystic app today where you'll find all the bridge trail information plus Mystic restaurants, shopping, events, and more. All right, let's get back to our telephone lines, 860-889-5252. On this first day of school for many of the students, you're on the air. Welcome. Good morning. Uh, Yes, can you tell me what time Swap Stop is on? Well, what we do now is uh, between quarter of 12 and 12, unless I have a guest, we open up the lines and you can call in with a swap item. Okay, thank you very much. You're quite welcome. Don't forget to check us out online, WICH.com. Also, we have podcasts of our program. If you'd like to email me at stu, S-T-U, at WICH.com. S-T-U at WICH.com. And when you go to WICH.com, you can get the, you know, get the weather, you get the news, you get to see what some of us look like when we were 10, all kinds of things. Well, there was a big day this month. I wanted to talk a little bit about it. It was, uh, it's called Never Give Up Day. Never Give Up Day. Kind of like it. A lot of major cities uh, are, have been talking about it this month. And they have little tips on those that think, oh, man, it's, it's never going to work out. This is never going to work. On Never Give Up Day, they're celebrating and instill resilience and determination in all the wonderful people around the world. After what has been a crazy year, they're proud of everyone who has been through these uncertain times, those who are starting a new chapter in their lives, not knowing what lies ahead. People never give up. I thought it was important to talk a little bit about it on our program today. Never give up is a global celebration that focuses on cultivating a mindset of determination. More and more people are using Never Give Up to thank their spouses or partners who stuck with them through thick and thin. And when the going got tough, they never gave up on each other and got through it together. So there's always hope. They say, well, there's life, there's hope. So on Never Give Up Day, which is every day, Here are some thought-provoking questions. When was the last time you told someone how proud you are that they never give up? Wouldn't that be an extraordinary recognition for everything they go through? Hmm? Is it easy for you to give up when things don't go as planned? You can turn that around today. Who stood by your side when no one else did, and you are therefore forever grateful to them? What's your most inspirational quote you want to share on Never Give Up Day? And what three causes would you never give up on? These are just things to think about. Hmm? 
never give up day. I know one thing, when if you're down and out, find somebody who could use a little help. And that'll make you feel better. You know, just say, I have all this energy of this didn't go right, this didn't go wrong. And then seek out somebody who uh, has been going through a bad time and help them. See how that works. Never give up day. Think about it. You want to talk about it? That's okay, too. We'll be right back. Open forum, 889-5252. When your ride isn't running right, that's when you should run right to Quersha's Auto Repair. You'll get honest, upfront answers and great service because their experienced and highly trained techs know exactly what they're doing. There'll be no surprises because every customer gets a complete written estimate before the work begins, so you're never hit with an unexpected expense. From alignments to oil changes to certified emissions repairs, Corsha's can do it all with the right combination of the latest technology and good old-time service. They know your time is valuable, so they get the job done right the first time and in a timely manner. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their new Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Corsha's Auto Repair, 8th and North Main in Norwich, keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. Find us online at Corsha'sAutoRepair.com. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S AutoRepair.com. When it comes to heart and vascular care, go to the experts in valve procedures, rhythm disorders, heart transplants, and more. Go straight to the heart of advanced cardiovascular care. Heart for Healthcare's Heart and Vascular Institute. Welcome back to the Chatty Stew Show at WICH 860-895-2522. Did you ever feel like you were going to give up? And how did you get out of that? Or somebody helped you through it? Think about that, because we don't want anybody to give up. Reach out. A lot of people would be there for you. So we we're talking about school teachers. I did have a teacher in the first grade, and I now that I think back, I think she was uh, she was depressed. Seriously, she was a nice teacher, but lots of times she would say to us, for some reason, all of a sudden, in the middle of class, just put your heads down on the desk and try to sleep. And I'm thinking, really, this isn't so bad. I got a pretty good mark in that. She would say that, and I know that that she was having a problem. Maybe she was having a terrible headache or something, but she would say, okay, put your pencils, pens down, your slingshots, whatever. Put your head down on the desk and just relax. This was in the first grade. It wasn't kindergarten. So we do it. Sometimes it was a half hour. Sometimes it seemed like longer. But when I think back, I know she was having some problems, but I was too young to help her out then but I pretty was pretty well rested in her classroom I know that I'm trying to remember her name she was I think that was Mrs. Brown Mrs. Brown put your heads in another thing that I liked when when we finished all our work when we weren't napping uh, she would pass out a big piece of art paper so we could draw just anything we wanted to I think that was another break for her. So we were anxious to finish all our work and so we can get that big paper for drawing. But I never saw a teacher hit a kid when I was growing up. Never. But the worst thing I did see was uh, we had a class clown by the name of Lester. I think I told you about him. 
he really wasn't a bad kid, but he was a real pain in the, you know. And uh, one day the teacher had his dad come up in front of the whole classroom, and the dad slapped him, and I thought, oh, that's horrible. I know he he did some bad things, and he, but he wasn't really evil. And I never forgot that. But I don't ever remember a teacher giving a, they used to call it the rat hand with the ruler, boom, you know, nothing of that. We did, at times, there were kids that would sit in the corner. <laughs> I don't think there were, they had dunce caps in those days, but I remember a kid sitting in the corner. And also, if you were acting up, they would have you stand. And you couldn't sit down for like 20 minutes or 25 minutes. But that was it. I know a caller said that, uh, well, even Marty said he got he got spanked when he was in school. But I can understand Marty, of course, getting spanked. But interesting stuff. How about when you went to school? I know that we've had a lot of calls about the uh, the sisters and the nuns who used to uh, beat up the kids pretty well. But in regular uh, public schools, didn't remember that too much. And, of course, a teacher now is afraid to touch one's shoulder. Like, you can't go, at a boy, at a girl. Because everybody's afraid the other way around. But they really don't have any hitting in school. Or it's not allowed, which is okay. There's other forms of punishment. All right, WICH with Stu. we got a lot of things to talk about today. And if you would like to check in with us, we'll call this Never Give Up Day. If anybody wants to talk about that subject. Also, uh, we talked about when we were kids, things we used to collect. I collected everything. Marbles, baseball cards, tons and tons of baseball cards. I don't know where they went. (laughs) But they're going, you know, you get a little older, you move out of the house. Then you get older and you get sentimental. You say, ah, I think I'll go and check the baseball cards. And they're gone. Bing, 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 bing. Because your parents think, ah, he's outgrown them. Hmm? I understand. I remember when uh, my parents used to say, clean your room, and sometimes when I was lazy, I would put the stuff under the bed. I know sometimes she wondered, gee, your your bed got a little higher. (laughs) Oh, really? No, it must be haunted. I don't have time to take another call because um, it's almost 11 o'clock, so I'm not going to take this call here, but we'll have open lines coming up after the news and uh, have an opportunity to talk about some other subjects if you like. Staples has everything you need for school at prices that won't hold you back. Don't send your kids back to school. Send them forward at Staples, the working and learning store. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Uh, There's a summer place. Every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 1, Waterford Farmers Market in Waterford Town Hall, 15 Rope Ferry Road in Waterford. We'll be open for you. And don't forget, Fourth Fridays, Groton, 9 to 11 a.m., veterans can socialize and receive information about veterans' benefits and services free. Call 425-6617. Groton Public Library is at 52 Newtown Road in Groton, 425-6617.
Thanks for being there, Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 and 94.5 FM, W233DB. I will get to the calls after the news. Hold on the line. It's now 11. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steele. I'm Steve Kathan. The much-anticipated test launch of NASA's new moon rocket will have to wait for another day. It was put off this morning because of technical issues. It's certainly not what NASA wanted. Launch Director Charlie Blackwell-Thompson has called a scrub of the attempt of launch of Artemis 1. But NASA Administrator Bill Nelson says it was totally the right call. We don't launch until it's right. Nelson says now engineers are trying to find out why they can only chill down three of the four main engines for the big space launch system. As for launch scrubs... This is just part of the space business, and it's part of particularly a test flight. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. Well, not a Bend, Oregon, where gunfire at a market left two dead. Police say the shooter also died. Heather Thompson was on her parents' porch across the street. 10 to 20 shots, and then another 10 to 20 shots, and by that time I went inside and told my dad to get away from the window. In Houston, Police say a man evicted from an apartment house set it on fire and shot five people as they fled, killing three. The gunman was fatally shot by police. A state of emergency has been declared in Mississippi as areas of that state deal with flooding that CBS's Jim Crisula reports could shatter records. Hundreds are evacuating their homes in Jackson, Mississippi, with predictions the rain-bloated Pearl River could reach a record high. Sandra Jordan is among those packing up and heading to higher ground. My first house, and it would be terrible, you know, to lose it to all of that. And, like, if I would have knew that this was, like, a flood area, I would have never moved. More rain is in the forecast the next couple of days. It's a bad scene in parts of Pakistan where monsoons have caused flooding that have killed more than a thousand people and left hundreds of thousands homeless. The biggest challenge we have right now certainly is shelter and uh, we're desperately keen to get hold of, uh, of tents in order to accommodate those people who have been forced out of their homes. Chris Kay is a relief worker. LG is teaming up with a leading automaker for an electric car battery plant. Jeff Gilbert has details from affiliate WWJ in Detroit. Honda and partner LG will break ground for the plant next year. Two years later, it will start supplying batteries for EVs that will be made at Honda factories here in North America. No location has been announced, but Honda currently builds vehicles in Ohio, Indiana, and Alabama. UN experts are now on their way to inspect the big nuclear power plant in Ukraine that's been in the shadow of wartime fighting. Wall Street, right now the Dow is down 243 points. The Nasdaq is down 130. This is CBS News. If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 877-25-STEEL and get a quote today. Dan owed an unbelievable amount of money to the IRS. I got behind on my taxes. It's a horrible feeling. He was in denial. And when I got those letters from the IRS, you wanted to act like they didn't exist. Finally, Dan turned to Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima got me a settlement with the IRS. These people are really people-friendly. It was every bit of a new lease on life for me. The fast action and the great results made Dan's head spin. I felt like I was in a dream, but it's real, and I have paperwork to prove it. They got the job done, and life is good. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. If you're worried about what's going to happen with the IRS, stop worrying. 
Make the call now. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. One state is taking note of who's buying whipped cream these days. Canned whipped creams just for grown-ups in New York beginning today. The Albany Times Union says stores will begin checking ID for customers buying Ready Whip and other brands. A state law went into effect last year banning sale of whipped cream to anyone under 21, but hasn't been enforced up until now. The goal? To prevent kids from getting their hands on the fluffy stuff and using the nitrous oxide cartridges for a quick high. Health experts say swallowing the stuff inside whippets can cause loss of blood pressure, fainting, heart attack, even sudden death. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Well, now we've heard everything, huh, folks? Amazing. Going to be 21 or older to get whipped cream. Okay, it's uh, time for round two. Are you ready for that? Here we go. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now, here's Stu Breyer. I hope you're going to have a great day. It's uh, pretty warm again. Round two of our program. The number is 860-889-5252. Thanks for holding. Welcome. 20 ounces. Hello. Welcome. Hello, Stu. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is Eugene Selico from Pawkatuck, Connecticut. I'm, uh, we, you inter- we spoke last year. Mm-hmm. Well, about 12 angry jurors on the air. No, it was at the festival. Anyway, this is the second annual local playwrights festival in Norwich, which is happening at the Chestnut Street Playhouse. Okay, I remember now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and we actually, in our second year, and we go up on, we had 20, I think 20 submissions, and we had to pick six plays, and now the directors and actors are in rehearsal. We were just wondering if maybe we could pitch it, Gerald and myself, on your, uh, like we did last year, on your show. Sure you can. You want to pitch it a little now? Or when is the show going to be? Well, I uh, I want to do it with Gerald, but the show's going to be uh, September uh, 10th and 11th. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, would it uh, would it be possible to do it this Friday? Well, this Friday I'm off, but there'll be another gentleman who can certainly do it with you, Keith C. Rice, if you like. No, I, I'd like to do it with Stu Breyer. Okay, I'll see if he's in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell what about you about Tuesday the 6th? Tuesday the 6th. I'll tell you what, give me a call when I got off the air about um, 2.15. Okay. At 888, uh, what's the number? 860-887-3511. And we'll see Is this the s- number I'm calling, I'm calling now? No, not this one. It's 887-3511. Uh, 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 what is it? 860 887 8511 Nope. 887 uh, 3511. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll call you then, Stu. We'll Thank work you. on it. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Hello, folks. So it was a big story. Uh, the Donald Trump claims that the election was a scam, a phony. I don't know. See, I don't know. But there was something that was really uh, something to be concerned about. You remember the Hunter Biden story? There was panic in the streets when that came out. People saying that it was uh, 
Russian influence and it wasn't true and the Hunter Biden thing never happened and blah, 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 blah. And now it comes out. There was an interview with the head of uh, Facebook, Seth Zuckerberg, and he admitted when that story came out about Hunter Biden that the uh, FBI had come to him and literally told him, don't put the story on. Don't put the story on. There's, he said there's a Russia. It's all Russia, 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 Russia. So he said that we didn't put it on. And, of course, that wasn't true. And Russia had nothing to do with the Hunter Biden case. It turned out to be true. But they wanted to, without mincing words, they wanted to cover up that story before the election, thinking that it may have stopped people from voting for President Biden. Now, I know some of the networks are not covering the story, but it's a true story because you can see the video when uh, Zuckerberg is being interviewed. So when Donald Trump says the, uh, the election was a fraud, he still very much may have lost the election but they made sure that it didn't affect the election. And this is the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Now, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, don't you want the FBI to be on the up and up and not get involved in politics? But it's a big story. I don't know if you want to comment on it or not. I don't know if you want to believe it or not. But that was a cover-up. As you know, the... uh, The media, with the exception of certain networks, did not cover the story. And when it did come out and they had to cover it, they said it was a Russian collusion again. Even though it was not, it was a made-up story about Russia being involved. You know, if all else fails, just blame Russia. I mean, there's enough to blame Russia on other things, but, you know, it was a convenient vehicle to blame them for things that they didn't want uh, the American people to know about. So I just wanted to mention that today. We can follow it up or we can get into some other things. We'll be right back. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Fortunately, taking a child's temperature is easier today than in the past. I'll be back to discuss a few options. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. In this modern age, there are several ways to take a child's temperature. There are convenient forehead strips that are held in place until the color changes to denote a reading. There is a digital ear thermometer that is inserted into the ear canal to get a reading. And there are digital thermometers that can be used three ways. The most accurate way for children under five is to use the thermometer rectally. The least accurate way is to place the thermometer tip against the skin of the armpit. But the most common way is to place the thermometer tip under the tongue, keeping the lips closed. Ask your pharmacist for advice. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. 
So pretty soon more and more people are going to be going to the moon, so, you know, make sure you check off your vacation days. Who knows? You may be one of them. Lots of talk about the Nassau moon rocket. 889-5252 at WICH. So that's the story. My opinion is the FBI should not get involved in politics. Should not get involved in politics. I don't know how it's going to work out on the raid of uh, Donald Trump's place. So really, it's it's very confusing. But if that's not legitimate, that's another area where we can get pretty disgusted. But we'll see what happens. I have no idea what what's going on in that case. Did you hear this story? A federal jury in Atlanta has awarded $100 million to a panhandler who fell and broke his neck after a police officer shocked him with a stun gun during a foot chase, according to news agency's report, Jerry Blassengame now needs round-the-clock care costing $1 million a year and has $14 million in medical bills so far. Attorney Ven Johnson told jurors found the officer John Grubbs used unreasonable force against Blassengame, who was 65 years old and had been asking drivers for money on July 10, 2018. He was paralyzed from the neck down and is now 69 years old. Jurors found that the Atlanta Police Department should pay $60 million and Grubbs should pay $40 million. What a bizarre story. Here's the guy looking for money from people driving by in their cars. Ends up with $100 million uh, awarded to him on a police case. It's one of those strange stories, huh? Hmm. 860-889-5252 at WICH. It's also the first day of school. Folks have been calling up about their first day of school. Certain teachers, certain situations. Did you have punishments in school? We had the worst punishment we could have is to stay after class. That was like the worst. Because that meant I would miss my bus and my train. And we'd have to just sit there and stay after class, mostly because of what somebody else did. Do you remember those things? The Connecticut Maritime Heritage Festival returns to New London from September 9th through 11th. This year's gathering of vessels includes U.S. Coast Guard and Navy vessels and the historic topsail schooner Amistad. The weekend will be filled with tours of ships and fishing vessels, a fishing clinic with lots of giveaways, music, food trucks, activities for the children, and much more. Brought to you with the support from the Connecticut Department of Economic and Community Development Office of Tourism and Dime Bank. Go to ctmaritimefest.com for a complete schedule. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly sunny, hot, and humid today, up to 88. Some patchy fog tonight, 70. Partly sunny, a warm, muggy day again tomorrow in the upper 80s. For Wednesday, a morning shower is possible. Otherwise, a lot of sunshine and the humidity is going to go down. Wednesday's high, 86. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 82 degrees now. Marty Harsberger doing your morning thing now, our buddy Marty. You can hear him every morning on WICH, along with his news, of course. He's always got that little packet of news for you, updating you. 
Well, the Ukraine is still very much in the news and will be for a very long time. Russian rocket and artillery strikes have hit areas across the, uh, the river there from Europe's largest nuclear power plant. That's dangerous stuff, Ukrainian officials said Sunday, as fears persisted that fighting in the vicinity could damage the plant and cause a radiation leak. Russian forces took control of the Zamborishia nuclear power plant soon after the war began and hold adjacent territory along the left bank of the wide river. Ukraine controls the right bank, including the cities of Nikopol and uh, Marinets, each of them about six miles from the plant. What are your thoughts about making... I wanted to ask you this. There's so many things I was thinking over the weekend that I wanted to ask you about, see what you had to say. They're trying to uh, make another deal with Iran, um, the nuclear deal, which means we would give Iran so much money and they will stop building their nuclear weapons for a little while. As you know, when Donald Trump became president, he stopped that immediately, and now the Biden administration wants to bring it back. So I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think anybody can trust them, but I wanted to know what you thought about that. Also, I'd like to honor someone today. A ledgered Connecticut native serving aboard USS Hampton one of the world's most advanced nuclear power submarines. Petty Officer 2nd Class Justin Boyd, 2015 Ledger High School graduate, joined the Navy four years ago. Said, I just wanted to leave Connecticut and explore different places, said Boyd. My dad was also in the Navy, and that influenced my decision. Today, Boyd serves as a nuclear machinist mate. A nuclear machinist mate is responsible for maintaining and operating the submarine reactor plant and its support systems. Boyd relies upon skills and values from lessons learned and led you to succeed in the military. said, I learned to network with a lot of different people. It's easier to get the job done when you know everyone you work with. Known as America's apex predators, the Navy submarine force operates a large fleet of technically advanced vessels. These submarines conduct conduct rapid defensive and offensive operations around the world to further U.S. national security. There are three basic types of submarines, fast attack submarines, ballistic missile submarines, and guided missile submarines. Fast attack submarines hunt down and destroy enemy submarines, surface ships, according to Navy officials. They also strike targets ashore with cruise missiles, carry and deliver Navy SEALs, engage in mine warfare, and conduct intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance missions. The Virginia-class SSN is the most advanced submarine in the world today. It combines stealth and payload capability to meet combatant commanders' demands in this era of strategic competition. The Navy's ballistic missile submarines, often referred to as boomers, serve as a strategic deterrent by providing an undetectable platform for submarine-launched ballistic missiles. And SSBNs are designed specifically for stealth, extended patrols, and the precise delivery of missiles. The Columbia-class SNBN will replace the current Ohio-class ballistic missile submarines 
to ensure continuous sea-based strategic deterrence into the 2080s. It will be the largest, most capable, and most advanced submarine produced by the United States. Guided missile submarines provide the Navy with unprecedented strike and special operation mission capabilities from a stealthy, clandestine platform. Each SSGN can carry 154 Tomahawk cruise missiles plus a complement of heavyweight torpedoes to be fired through four torpedo cubes. Strategic deterrence in the nation's ultimate insurance program, according to Navy officials, as a member of the submarine force, Boyd is part of a rich 122-year history of the U.S. Navy's most versatile weapons platform, capable of taking the fight to the enemy to defend America and its allies. We hear about all these things, but do we really know about them? Serving in the Navy means Boyd is part of a world that is taking on new importance in America's focus on strengthening alliances, modernizing capabilities, increasing capacities, and maintaining military readiness in support of the national defense strategy. The Navy can impose power anywhere in the world at any time, which is a strategic deterrent on the global scale. More than 90% of all trade travels by sea and fiber-optic cables on the ocean carry 94% of the world's international phone and Internet traffic. It's amazing stuff. I wanted to read it today. Navy officials continue to emphasize that the prosperity and security of the United States is directly linked to ready sailors and a strong Navy. Maintaining the world's best Navy is an investment in the security and prosperity of the United States as well as the stability of the world. According to Adam Mike Gilday, Chief of Naval Operations, the U.S. Navy forward deployed integrated with all elements of national power, deters conflict, strengthens our alliances and partnership, and guarantees free and open access to the world's oceans. As the United States responds to the security environment through integrated deterrence, our Navy must continue to deploy forward and campaign with a ready, capable, combat, credible fleet. So sailors like Boyd from Ledyard have many opportunities to achieve accomplishments during their military service. Getting through my first deployment was a big accomplishment, said Boyd. There's nothing like coming home after a deployment, working on the submarine, and making lifelong friendships and a great experience. As Boyd and other sailors continue to train and perform missions, they take pride in serving their country in the United States Navy. He said, for me, being in the Navy is serving so that other people don't have to, added Boyd. So we wish him luck, Mr. Boyd from Ledyard. He is involved in a very important life-saving career, and we salute him on this day. Wanted to read that to you, and uh, for those of you who know the gentleman, Mr. Boyd, you may want to tell him we were talking about him today on the program. All right, a slow day on the phone, so we can play a a tune or two if you'd like to check in on any subject. Anyway, congratulations to Mr. Boyd, and... uh, Good luck, and thank you for serving our country. It's a wonderful thing these people do. I want to serve up some pennies from heaven for you right away. Maybe that'll bring on some rain. (laughs) 
time it rains, it rains Pennies from heaven Don't you know each cloud contains Pennies from heaven You'll find your fortunes falling All over the town Be sure that your umbrella Is upside down Trade them for a package of Sunshine and flowers If you want the things you love You must have showers So when you hear it thunder Don't run under a tree There'll be pennies from heaven for you and me Of sunshine and flowers If you want the things you love You must have showers So when you hear it thunder Don't run under a tree There'll be pennies from heaven for you How much a penny is worth now with inflation? A sixteenth of a penny? These are things that I ponder when I have some spare time. Pennies aren't worth pennies anymore. People don't even pick them up. All right, let's uh, get to it. Back to our lines. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. You know, we um, Stefanowski was mentioned a couple of times in the newspaper over the weekend. Really, that's unusual. A picture too on the front page. Very, very nice. Stefanowski says Connecticut is paying corruption tax. But anyway, a real nice full color picture. And that was, well, actually, you know what? That was on Friday. I don't know how we missed it. But you know what he was talking about? He was talking about what is going on at New London with um, Eversource and Orsted and the wind power and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of things in here I think it's very important for people to know. Stefanowski criticized the project, cost increasing. In the beginning, it was only $93 million. Well, guess what? Now the latest estimate is $255 million. And he says, anyone want to guess who picks up the overrun? You think it's Eversource? Of course not. You think it's Orsted? Of course not. You know who it is? It's you. And he, caught, and he said, it's disgusting saying that money could have gone 
to add more state troopers for education, and he said he would sit down with Eversource and Orsted, and he said, you're going to pick up the 100% cost of the overrun, and if you don't, we're going to find two new partners. He said of the offshore wind deal, it should be restructured. This guy is a leader. He's not a follower. He, he's not like Lamont who says, I have to wait and find out what New York is doing in New Jersey. You know, Como and that other guy, Murphy, of New Jersey. This guy is a leader. And even um, Collins on Saturday, David Collins complimented him. Yeah, Collins, uh, his editorials, if you've read them, is not a big fan of uh, a governor. But, well, uh, he's a big fan of Stefanowski. Really? And he even insulted Courtney. He said, you know, Courtney goes around saying, oh, we've got the EB contracts and this and that. And David Collins finally, he said a real truth. Well, he does other times, too. He said, those submarine contracts would come to EB no matter who was in. And that is true. You need a sub, you need a sub. But you know what Stefanowski can do? In Virginia, in my Saturday uh, um, USA Today, you know what Virginia did? It says a ratepayer protection regulator. They got their own group there. Put in order proving, approving Dominion Energy. Virginia's application to build and recover the cost of a massive offshore wind farm. Well, you know what? By having the company cover the costs and not the utility payer, guess what? Oh, they want to scrap the project, the company said. All right, so I'm going to try to give somebody else a chance to get on, but well, I appreciate the call. Yep, Stefanowski. Go, Stefanowski. Well, it'd be nice if he came on the program. I heard from his people, but that was it. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello, good. Oh, good morning, Stu. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Thank you. Hi. Hi, Stu. This is Trish from Uncasville. How are you doing? All right, Trish. What's up? Uh, how was your birthday? Happy belated birthday. Oh, it went very well. Thanks. Beautiful. Beautiful. You deserve every single bit of it. You're a hard worker there, Stu. No, thanks. And we love you. Thanks for that. Um, I want to ask a question. Um, I went down this weekend. It was supposed to have a Veterans Memorial Park um, in Jewish City. It's supposed to be like vendors and um, you mm-hmm. know, support for the veterans and bands down there. But apparently, I got lost. I went to Jewish City and there was really nothing there. Just I was just wondering if any of the listeners went down there because it was also listed in Baltic and Sprague. Um, I'm just wondering if anyone went down there. It was from nine to nine on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, I went to the Jewish city, and there was nothing really there. I thought it was just as you go into the downtown area, you would see that park. But Couldn't you find did. it. Um, I I forgot the the lane we went down the rope. It was like almost like a a back road or something. And it only thing we had there was like um, I think it was like a, a little band for like a gospel music kind of thing. So I think I went hmm. to the wrong area. Yeah, I'm sorry you missed that. I. I if you got into the downtown area, you probably were someone just ask anybody that it would have showed you. I think it was right around there. So you so didn't. Was go- it, so was it in Jewish City? Did you know, Stu? I believe so. I remember I read something uh, last week on it. 
Look, like I put in my GPS, and it was definitely not the fair or whatever was going on for the veterans. There was no statue fair or anything. So mm. I was just kind of curious if anybody went because I was looking forward to go. But um, got there maybe about I don't know six o'clock, and it definitely mm-hmm. wasn't the place. So um, I was just wondering if anybody went because I, I would love to have gone. You know. Well, maybe we can find out. I'm see if I can. I'm looking through some old papers and see. Uh, that would be great. Because I want you know, because I, I honor the veterans. I honor the military. Thank you for all their service. I was married 24 years with my husband. He passed away a couple of years ago. Still. Mm-hmm. I know they do some very nice things in the Griswold Jewett City area. So it's a good place to get familiar with because they do do a lot of things and a lot of things for veterans. Yes, I, I think it's a wonderful thing. But no, thank you for the phone call, and uh, thank you for everything you do, Stu. All right, good hearing from you. Thank you. Okay, same here. All right, bye. 860-89-5252 at and FM. You know that uh, United Way 211 help is just a call away. United Way 211 is a system to help via telephone. A, yes, we still have telephones. A single integrated source for information about community services, crisis intervention, and referrals to health and human services. It is accessed toll-free from anywhere in Connecticut by dialing 211. They're open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. 211, that's all you have to dial. You're on the air. Welcome. This is a telephone, too. You're on a telephone? Yeah, believe it or not. Hey, get with the 21st century, will you, guy? Huh? <laughs> oh, you thought this was an email? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe a text. Well, I was um, worried about you getting lonely there, and uh, then you got uh, a call from two lovely ladies, and mm-hmm. now I figured I'd give you a call from an ugly old man. <laughs> Stop it. I'm not ugly. I'm just old. Stop it. Okay, I'll stop by. No, just kidding. <laughs> Are you going to so, stop uh, by? Yes. I just had the quintessential perfect snack. Knowing you, yeah, it's my, probably very creative. My mid-morning... Well, not that creative. Um, I ate a peach and then gobbled a uh, big spoonful of peanut butter. I had, You know, I was going to say peanut butter had must have had something to do with it. I love peanut butter. I'm a yeah. peanut butter junkie. Peanut butter and peach. Peanut butter and peach, yeah. I had thought of, uh, wonder what it would be like to have a peanut butter and peach sandwich, but I kind of thought, no, I'll just skip the bread and just have the, And then I think when I get off the phone with you, uh, I'm going to have an ice cream sandwich. Oh, okay. Peanut but I'm still trying to get, I'm still on peanut butter and peach. Oh, yeah, the, it worked. It I worked. Think if it was I, a good combination. I think if I tasted that on your word, I didn't peach you. <laughs> well, at least you wouldn't embutter me. I wasn't sure if it was going to stay down, actually, after listening oh, really? to that FBI story. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I'm surprised. You know, maybe a lot of people don't know about the story. It's been covered up as usual. But, yeah. But uh, yeah. it's true. I've seen videos and all of that jazz. And Let's see. I did not want that to get out before the election. Most disturbing thing I've heard in... Oh, days. <laughs> yeah, in a half hour, um, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when the when a political movement or a political party uses the police and the FBI as law enforcement, uses the police force as its political army, mm-hmm. we're a banana republic, 
Stu? Yeah, do we, I, do, we, I, do we grow bananas? We grow we bananas, start. but uh, yeah, but you're absolutely right, and I wish yeah. more people were aware of some of these things going on. And of course, you can't be aware if you don't hear them or read them. So it's uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, I I try to be open to all sides, and if anything, uh, I like reading and hearing discourse from people who disagree with my views because. If I'm only listening to people who agree with me, I'm not learning anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, that was uh, that was very unsettling, and I would think every congressman and every senator would be on the air right now, up in arms, calling for hearings and testimony, mm-hmm. and yeah. Well, because um, they're protecting their party, of course. Yeah, yeah. And what does this do in the future to? Facebook and Twitter and others who in the future might get a call from the FBI or the CIA or alcohol, tobacco, and firearms or the Secret Service. What, what, you know, you can't respect those agencies anymore if this kind of stuff is going on. I mean, I want to and respect them, yes. Mm-hmm. The FBI is integral. Um, Larry could describe this better, but integral to the work that our local law enforcement people do. Well, I hope that there's still a majority of people in the FBI who wouldn't uh, do that. So, yeah, yeah. But but they get instructions to do it. Apparently the ones on high get their instructions from the higher-ups. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not the rank-and-file officers and so forth that, uh, that mm-hmm. are out doing the, the beat work, as it were. Now, as far but, as this uh, raid in Mar-a-Lago with the Trump, I don't know. I mean, that could well, be... Well, that makes you question that whole thing. Yeah, I mean, you I'm know. questioning it, but i be honest, I don't know for sure what they... Still don't know what they were looking for or what the reason was they went in and did that. And yeah. Uh, yeah. this could be another one of those yeah. partisan things. So, yeah, my pitch is starting to come up. Oh, good God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I thought you sounded a little fuzzy. I, just... I bet you've never had anybody do that on the air. <laughs> I don't know, maybe right after the... <laughs> yeah, right after the news. That ought to be your new, your new jingle. All right, well, uh, you know, ginger ale, that'll calm your stomach oh, down. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> all right, Stu, you have a good day. Thank you, Kevin. Bye. I must ponder all this. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. So I want to say, um, earlier, you had a gentleman that was talking about um, pretty much his voice wanting to be heard, and he doesn't seem to be getting representation. And I'm, I was thinking that when these representatives that people are voting in and they have these roundtable meetings, and they negotiate whatever, that there should be, like, they're changing um, a lot of things on diversity, equality, equity. Um, If you get a common uh, voter, because uh, it seems to be a disconnect with the politicians and your average Joe out there that wanted to make their message heard, that they should be attending at some of these um, talks 
without bias uh, media reporting um, because I, I, I just see that there's a disconnect and media is a problem. Uh, po- wealthy politicians that have wealthy donations, supporters and whatnot uh, are missing the relationship for what they are representing um, the voters. So that's my thought. And thank you for that gentleman um, that said something earlier because I was trying to um, gather my thoughts to say it the right way of what he means. I know what he means. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All I want is honesty. Is that asking too much? Honesty. I know there's great rivalry with Republicans and Democrats. I get it. I get that. But there has to be a time when you can both be honest with each other. What's for the good of the people? All right, I'll shut up. No, I can't do that. Or they'll company me out of here. (laughs) All right, it's time for Dear Abby. I know you've been anxious for me to read a Dear Abby letter. My husband has terrible oral hygiene. He brushes his teeth at night before going to bed, but won't brush them in the morning. What is wrong with this guy? It's disgusting. About a year ago, he chipped a front tooth. I have asked him over and over to please get it taken care of. My requests are being ignored. The damage has now become more worse, and it's really noticeable. It doesn't bother him. Nice teeth have always been important to me. When I try to talk to him about it, he walks away. It's to the point that I no longer want to go anywhere with him because it's embarrassing. We have an event to go to soon, and I'm dreading it. This may seem trivial, but I see the dentist on a regular basis, and he hasn't gone in years. It isn't the money. He has no problem spending money on his toys. Please tell me how to handle this. It's causing some major issues between us. Am I asking for too much? I bet he would have got his teeth fixed when they were dating, huh? People sometimes let their dental health lapse because they don't see what others do when they speak or smile. Your husband may have a fear of dentists or think you are nagging him for the pleasure of it. If his damaged tooth is ignored much longer, he may wound up losing it. You might be able to get your point across if you film him with your cell phone while he's speaking, laughing, or other thing, and show him what you and others have been seeing. If that doesn't help, suggest that because of the upsurge in COVID variants, he wear a mask. <laughs> All right, Abby, don't get fresh. Welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Hey, okay. How you doing? Okay. All right. So, Phil Maher had Rob Reiner on. And oh, really? Phil Rob Reiner, yeah. I was talking mm-hmm. about, about the um, Hunter Biden laptop. And Rob Reiner didn't believe him. No, of course so, not. Yeah, he's a... He said, well, he Rob told, Reiner, let me Phil just... Phil Maher told him to stop watching just MSNBC and get... <laughs> 
and learn the truth. Yeah, uh, once right. once I just want to tell people, Rob Reiner, he was on All in the Family. He's an actor. He was, uh, okay, yeah. so now we know him. So uh, yes. Bill Maher, who was always in the corner of uh, you know the uh, Democrats, has really changed his tune a little bit. Right, he's still not a conservative. No, that's fine. He's yeah. seeing what what's going on in the lying. I mean, this whole you know um, Facebook thing, where they were they were told to watch out for Russian misinformation, disinformation, and um, what's the guy Brennan? Brennan is still denying that any of this stuff happened. He's still lying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's one of the 50 that sent the letter that said that this was all Russian disinformation about the Hunter's laptop. But Hunter has admitted that it's his laptop. And there are pictures of yeah, him of course, on it doing all sorts of crazy things. So Rob Briner um, said that he still believes that uh, this is all true? But uh, it's a it's a fake, it's a farce, and the Russians are. He still believes that. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, it's just it's it's unbelievable. He's a smart guy. Um, I don't know what what's I, going wrong with him. Yeah. Um, I heard Sue talk about Stefanowski, and I wanted to say one thing about our illustrious governor. He talks about all of these businesses moving to Connecticut, but his wife is in Nashville setting up businesses. Um. I would think that if, you know, if I were married to the governor, I would set up my businesses in Connecticut, personally. So. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I guess it's not against the law, so you can do it. Right. You can do it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, don't go, don't go telling how great you are for Connecticut and how much you do for Connecticut when your wife's going down to Nashville. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I've got to go. Okay. Have a great day. Thanks for calling. I know Mr. Collins, who has that uh, editorial in the day paper, been reading it for many years, uh, really mad at uh, Governor Lamont. Oof, big time. And uh, he did say he would still vote for him, <laughs> but he said uh, he was talking about some things that uh, he was disgusted with about the governor. So I don't know how anybody can vote for somebody that you're disgusted with, but they do it. It's kind of a party thing. It is 1146. I'm mad at both of them. Stefanowski and the governor, both of them have uh, said they were going to come on soon. And so far, no calls, no emails, no uh, anything else. <laughs> Nothing. But I'm sure they'll come on before the election. All right. WICH with Stu. Our number is uh, 889-5252. You're welcome with your, you know, you can disagree with me all day long if you want. Well, not all day because we want to give other people a chance to call. But uh, this is the program where everybody has their say. But sometimes it's good to hear both sides of a story. I mean, I have a friend who's one of my best friends. But he and his wife just listened to W, what what is that, MSNBC or something like that. So... He misses out on a lot of the stuff <laughs> that is true or what's uh, things that they leave out. But, hey, we're still buddies. He has a different point of view, and I have a different point of view, but that's okay. We're best friends, and he can watch 
any channel he wants. That's what he wants to do. All right. Uh, Monkeypox, huh? Do a little bit about monkeypox. I've seen several do- uh, doctors talking about it recently. Omicron variant, the BA5 subvariant, is now monkeypox, too. Over the past few years, the seemingly never ending list of health news has clogged our brains. I think I've got to get my ears checked, leaving some to feel like, hey, there's no room left there in the brain. Experts say that they aren't alone and may be experiencing emotional exhaustion and crisis fatigue. Are you? you yeah. Luckily, there are ways to help combat it. Crisis fatigue. We've all reached the point of emotional exhaustion, and there is such a thing as crisis fatigue. Our brains and our bodies can only be in a heightened state of alert for so long, and it's not natural for us to stay there. According to Amy Morin, psychotherapist and editor-in-chief of The Very Well Mind. I like that, The Very Well Mind. Right, Senior Director of Healthcare Innovation and the American Psychological Association said emotional exhaustion is this sense of overwhelmingness, overwhelmed to the point where you feel like you don't have the capacity to deal anymore. It's physical tiredness. It's mental tiredness. It's difficulty concentrating. It's all the things that we experience when we're just at our capacity. It's also a point where our brains tend to shut down. I've noticed that with people, even though COVID is still around, they have the I just don't care anymore attitude. They're out there doing their thing. No masks, having fun. We become desensitized to things after we watch the news for so long about something that could kill us, Warren says. Then you hear more stuff about, oh, and by the way, here's this extra threat. It's almost like we meet it with an eye roll thinking, okay, what's next? Because right now it seems like there's always something coming out telling us there's a different danger and don't relax yet. For news surrounding monkeypox, specifically messaging could also play a role in why some may dismiss it as less worthy of attention. Even though it is a virus that can affect anyone, it's currently seen predominantly in men who have sex with men. This could encourage other demographics to pay it less mind. There is a protective mechanism that says, okay, I'm going to only focus on what are the biggest threats right now. Morin said, for some people, that may be COVID. For other people, it might be monkeypox. For other people, it's the financial crisis but sort of figuring out what's my number one priority, what's the biggest threat to me. It's natural natural for brains to do that. And we'll continue that editorial soon. Welcome to the program. Father Stu. Yes, sir. I found it interesting that you were talking about emotional exhaustion. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of people feel that way. Well... That relates to what something I saw on the uh, Catholic television channel this morning, mm-hmm. EWTN. That's the Catholic channel. I, I tune into it from time to time, and I learn a lot. And this morning, I heard one of the uh, priests or fathers, I don't know what his title is, 
he he may not even be uh, living anymore. But let me get to the point. He said something that I'd never heard before, Stu, about uh, what you were talking about, the psychological Mm -hmm. uh, mental health. And he he was a psychologist, by the way, this particular uh, cleric. Mm -hmm. And he said, people should be working on their health regularly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard that before? No, but it's a good point. (laughs) Yeah, it it jumped out at me. So I just wanted to add that to what you were saying about uh, uh, emotional uh, issues. Yeah, I've said before. yeah. We do get tangled up in a lot of emotional issues, and it takes us to places sometimes we wish we hadn't gone, if you know what I mean. No, we should all the time think about our health, because uh, if you don't have that, you don't have anything. So, yeah. uh, you know, some people take better care of their car than they do of themselves. <laughs> That's true. That sounds funny, but it's true. No, it is true. And I think our country is starting to open up now to mental health and understanding it better than they yeah. have in the past. So, okay. All right. Thank Thanks, you. Joe. Thank you, buddy. Okay. There is a... Uh, there is a protective mechanism that says to us, okay, I'm going to only focus on what are my biggest threats right now. For some people, that may be COVID. For other people, it might be monkeypox. For other people, it's financial crisis. Many held on to hope earlier in the pandemic that it would soon come to an end. And life would return to normal. Instead, it feels like there's been one thing after another. From monkeypox to inflation to the war in the Ukraine and more. Oh, and the pandemic hasn't gone away either. So we're facing a culmination of crises unlike anything we have ever seen in our lifetimes. In coronavirus, economic turmoil and racism... Jamie Diaz Gorados, Deputy Chief Executive Officer at the American Psychological Association, previously told USA Today, each of these crises are taking a heavy psychological toll on Americans and particularly our African-American citizens and other people of color. The health consequences could be dire. As we look toward the future, we need to consider the long-term implications of the collective trauma. This is... uh, some of the things that they're writing from psychologists. It usually takes about 20 minutes for our brains and bodies to calm down after reaching a heightened state of alert, but in a world where we constantly check social media or can continually listen to the news while working from home, we're staying in that heightened state much longer. By the time our body starts to calm down, we get something else and we get this spike again and stress hormones. That's not good for us. Adding that it can create physical illness, but it also takes a big toll on our mental health, including increased rate of depression and anxiety. People are also experiencing symptoms of trauma, Morin says. They're jumpy when they hear a noise, constantly on the lookout for something bad because they're on such a state of heightened alert. That can affect our sleep, our eating habits, and then it's this vicious cycle. So, I hope there's a rainbow at the end of this article. How can you fight crisis fatigue? Set a limit on when and how often you're consumed in consuming news. Schedule positive things to do, and there are many positive things to do, gang. 
Sometimes it might be something as simple as I'm going to watch a movie on Friday night. But if you put that in your calendar, say on Tuesday, you then have something to look forward to. And we know that that's really good for our mental health. So have some things to look forward to. I have Netflix, and sometimes I just go and watch Seinfeld. Picks me up. You're on the air. Welcome. All right. We lost somebody there. Give us a call back, and I'll put you right back on. 889-5252-WICH. Seriously, that's what I do. I'll go and find a sitcom, have a couple of laughs, especially after I've watched 80 hours of news. It's a great relief. It's great. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi there. Welcome to the program. Yes, hi there. Yeah, so we're talking about crisis fatigue. And all these other, all these crises that were named in the the article are fleeting. They they all come and go. And I'm a broken record on this topic. I think I I might be the only person who seems to care this much about it that calls into your show. There is a crisis that is a, I would say, a civilizational crisis, and that is transgenderism being mainstreamed as in people have to accept that you are literally the gender that you claim that you are. And then you're foisting this on children. And we don't have a lot of people standing up against it. Now, this is what I call a civilizational crisis. It's a war on truth. It's a war on existence itself. You know, if, if you want to exist as a man, you must now exist alongside a woman who can give birth. Or if you want to exist as a woman, let's say you want to exist as a woman who participates in sports, you must now exist alongside men. And I just learned that Caitlyn Jenner is endorsing this LPGA player. You, you must accept this. We're, we're having a well. I thought I thought uh, Mr. Jenner. Now, Mrs. That's not a crisis. I don't know what it is. This is this to me. It seems like it's it's, it's more damaging than 9/11 was because 9/11 brought us together. This thing is drift, is driving us apart, and, it, and it's and it's a war on truth where there's a lot of people who think that the truth is now a form of bigotry, and that you must now teach children what is not true. I would call that to be probably the greatest crisis of my lifetime. I wish I had more time to talk to you about it, but um, you know, well, think... I talk about it every time I can. Okay, uh, I don't I... think people. I, I talked to the superintendent and, um, a week or two ago, whenever she was on, and I, I asked her about it in a very polite way, and she totally dodged it. Most of the time, these people that that, that support this agenda do not believe in it, and they agree with me that it is total nonsense. But I think that they don't think it's worth time, it's worth fighting. But you're getting children that are brought up with this ideology, and they truly believe it. And then you have a couple of crazies out there. So they don't you, look at office and you don't think it. you don't think if a man is born a man, I mean, I know he's a man, he's got the man parts, can feel that he's a woman. You don't. I think... believe that you can think that you're a woman, but you're not a woman. And Caitlyn Jenner knows that he is not a woman. I he knows that he has a male. He has male parts. No, I understand that. I understand that. Okay. I mean, All right. Well, I don't have a lot of reality time. Reality is reality. All right. Thank I, I, I can think that I'm the queen of England. It doesn't make it so. All right. Thanks. I got to run. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Okay, Stu. I'll keep it uh, short. Um, I unwind with a glass of wine and Kojak. <laughs> oh, good. See that? There are things yeah. we can do. What? We we still get like we uh, downsized our cable quite a bit to like fifty bucks instead of one hundred and seventy. We don't have internet or mm-hmm. anything, and uh, you can watch uh, Barney Miller, like you said. You could watch oh, all the absolutely. old seventies cop shows, and yeah. we it look forward to it. 
And you can really get your money in doing other things, you know, work on your hobby. There are other things you can do. Of course, I'd like to eat chocolate all day, but that doesn't work. Well, you went on vacation. We just came back from a 10-day vacation, and we had Hershey bars, Mm. potato chips, um, beer, and pizza. (laughs) On that note, I'm going to bring in the news, but thank you. You betcha. Okay, bye-bye, Stu. Yeah, there are things we can do. Come on. Call a friend, do something, you know, you don't have to just sit and... Come to the Cabaret. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich, W233DV in Norwich, FM 94.5. At the beep, it's noon and news time. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kaith, and NASA's new moon rocket is still on the launch pad in Florida. Engine issues forced a test flight planned for today to be scrubbed. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson. They're taking an uh, opportunity while that vehicle is still fueled up to work this problem, and they're going to work it. They'll get to the bottom of it. They'll get it fixed. And then we'll fly. Two people were shot and killed when a shooter opened fire at a grocery store in Bend, Oregon yesterday. Police Chief Mike Krantz investigating. They found the apparent shooter dead inside Safeway, where they found an AR-15 style rifle and a shotgun in close proximity to the shooter. In Houston, police say a man who'd been evicted from an apartment house returned to cause deadly mayhem. This guy set the place on fire in the back. Just got behind his car right here and started shooting people as they were coming out the door. That neighbor describes it. Police say three people were killed by the gunfire, two wounded. The shooter is also dead. Later this week, there could be new developments on the documents the FBI seized from President Trump's Florida estate. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Ahead of a Thursday hearing on whether a special master should be appointed to review the documents taken by the FBI, the Justice Department tells the judge that a limited set of materials seized from Mar-a-Lago does potentially contain information covered by attorney-client privilege. That's the kind of determination a special master would make. Federal prosecutors say the material has already been set aside by an FBI privilege review team. A judge rules that Georgia's Governor Brian Kemp has to testify before a special grand jury looking into the 2020 election, but not till after November's election. Kemp, a Republican, is facing Democrat Stacey Abrams. Correspondent Jim Crisula has got the latest today on flooding woes in Mississippi. Hundreds are evacuating their homes in Jackson, Mississippi, with predictions the rain-swollen Pearl River could reach a record high. Janice Slaughter is getting ready the best she can. In concern, I'm taking all the cautious that I need. People are getting the sandbag, getting the food, making sure I have other alternatives to go other places if I need to. More rain is in the forecast the next couple of days. Well, CBS's Vicki Barker tells us UN experts should soon get a look at a nuclear plant in the thick of the Ukraine war. IAEA Director Rafael Grossi tweeting, the day has come. After months of delays, a UN inspection team is on its way to the Zaporizhia power plant. But what will it find when it gets there? Each side's accused the other of recent shelling, and fears are intensifying that the fighting could cause a massive radiation leak at Europe's biggest nuclear facility. Right now, the Dow is down 93 points. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. 
MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly healthcare costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with healthcare costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 27 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. On MTV last night, the Video Music Awards. Fergie and Jack Harlow opened the show. Bad Bunny sang from Yankee Stadium. Eminem and Snoop Dogg performed from the Metaverse. Johnny Depp appeared via hologram in a Moon Man suit. Kane Brown became the first male country singer to perform ever at the VMAs. Taylor Swift won Video of the Year for All Too Well. She delighted fans with a surprise announcement. I thought it might be a fun moment to tell you that my brand new album comes out October 21st. She says Midnights will feature songs about 13 sleepless nights scattered throughout her life. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The team from Honolulu, Hawaii won the Little League World Series in a romp over Curacao. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Here he comes, walking down the street. It's the funniest looks from everyone he meets. Hey, hey, Steve Ryan, people say you're monkeying around. I've a jump too busy playing. Is that a good old, oldy sound? School day. Well, it's the first day of school for many, and uh, well, here's a couple of school songs on lunchtime oldies. Up in the morning and out to school, the teacher is teaching the golden rule. American history and practical man, you study him hard and hoping to pass. Working your fingers right down to the bone, and the guy behind you won't leave you alone. Goes the bell. The cook in the lunchroom's ready to sell. You're lucky if you can find a seat. You're fortunate if you have time to eat. Back in the classroom, open your books. Keep it, the teacher don't know how mean she looks. Soon as three o'clock rolls around, you finally lay your burden down. Close up your books, get out of your seat Down the halls and into the street Up to the corner and round the bend Right to the juke joint you go in Drop the coin right into the slot You gotta hear something that's really hot With the one you love, you're making romance All day long you've been wanting to dance Feeling the music from head to toe Round and round and round you go Round 
right into the slot You gotta hear something that's really hot With the one you love you're making romance All day long you've been wanting to dance Feeling the music from head to toe Deliver me from the days of old Long live rock and roll The beat of the drums loud and bold Rock, rock, rock and roll Feeling his hair, body and soul Yeah, you get out of school and you go down to Bev's Tea Room in downtown Norwich, huh? That sound familiar? Well, happy school year, everybody. Did you say I've got a lot to learn? Well, don't think I'm trying not to learn Since this is the perfect spot to learn Teach me tonight Starting with the ABC Right down to the XYZ of it Help me solve the mystery of it Teach me tonight The skies are blackboard high above it shooting star goes by I'll use that star to write I love you a thousand times across the sky one thing isn't very clear my love should the teacher stand so near my love graduation's almost here my love teach me Here's a lost vinyl for you. The DeCastro sisters in the Teach Me Tonight. The sky is a blackboard high above us. Okay, must be a long piece of chalk. All right, we're going to mix in some back-to-school songs, among other things, today on our 
Lunchtime oldie break. Have a little fun. Right now it is 81 degrees. Get a little bit warmer today. and Lots and lots of sunshine pouring in on us these days, that's for sure. Let's uh, continue on our lunchtime oldie break. Hopefully you'll hear some songs maybe you haven't heard in a very long time. Or songs that bring back uh, terrific memories for you. Some really good ones. Hopefully none that have any bad memories, because, well, we can't control that. (laughs) The Eagles had one of the most popular albums ever, the Eagles' greatest hits. They're known as one of the great groups of all time. Here's one of their songs.
teachers are like that. Witchy Woman by the Eagles at WICH. 82 degrees right now. we got some back-to-school music mixed with some of your great memories. Before you head out to Mystic this summer, download the Go Mystic app for everything happening in Mystic. One touch connects you to restaurants, shopping, events, activities, and more. Start your visit at the Bascule Bridge Visitor Center and find signature bridge anniversary items for purchase and information on the celebration. Download the Go Mystic app today. Powered by Foxwoods Resort Casino, Mystic River Historical Society, Levine Distributors, and Seaport Marine. Go to mysticchamber.org. Are you or someone you know ready to enter the workforce or make a career change? If so, join us Thursday, September 1st for a regional job fair presented by the day. The free event will take place from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. at the Mystic Marriott Hotel and Spa. Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, seasonal, or temporary employment, there is something for everyone. For full event details, register to attend, and to view a list of participating employers, visit theday.com slash jobfair. So when you went to school, did you have special uh, time, maybe an hour, we'd go outside in the schoolyard, everything was in the schoolyard, and the policeman would come and talk about safety, and the firemen would come and talk about safety, and then when we had recess, we would go out to the schoolyard. That was our little uh, freedom for about 20 minutes. Not enough time, huh? But we did have recess. I did very well in recess. Passed with flying colors. Love the beanbag throw. Here's a song about it. The mama pajama rolled out of bed and she ran to the police station. When the papa found out, he began to shout and he started the investigation. It's against the law. It was against the law. Oh, what the mama saw. It was against the law. The mama looked down and spit on the ground every time her name gets mentioned. The papa said, oh, if I get that boy, I'm going to stick him in the house of detention. Well, I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Goodbye to Rose and the Queen of Corona. Me and Julio down by the schoolyard. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Days the 
Come and take me away But the press let the story leak Now when the radical priests come and get me released We's all on the coroner's wing And I'm on my way I don't know where I'm going I'm on my way I'm taking my time But I don't know where Goodbye to Rosie The queen of Corona See me and Julio Down by the schoolyard See me and Julio Down by the schoolyard See me and Julio Down by the schoolyard never wanted you hanging around the schoolyard when school was out. That was not a good thing. How many of you remember the television show Paladin? Have gun, will travel. With Richard Boone, here's the theme song. Goon will travel. Dwayne Eddy on WICH. Stu Breyer with you. It's the lunchtime oldie break. Have a little lunch today. It's a good day for a picnic. I don't know about you, but the mosquitoes are around a lot this year. Woof. (laughs) Uh, Especially in the evening. Around 530, you know, they have their little conventions. Be careful out there, all right? You are... 
family of adventure and have waited long enough. It's time for you to buy that unforgettable ride you've always dreamed of just in time for your summer adventures. With Jeep's 4x4 and towing capabilities, get to the campsite or boat launch with no problem. Celebrate our independence with Falvey's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram during the Make This the Summer event. Falvey's offers the entire new Jeep lineup from Renegades all the way up to Grand Cherokees. They have new inventory steadily coming in. If they don't have it on the ground, they can custom order it to meet all your needs. Learn more about Falvey's current incentives and offers by visiting their dealership today just down the road from Mohegan Sun or 24 hours a day at falvey's.com. Let them be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. All right, the weather is uh, pretty much the same, so uh, you know what it is. Sunny, hot, a little bit on the humid side, temperatures in the 80s, and more of that tomorrow. Our current temperature is uh, hanging out at uh, 81 degrees at WICHAM and FM. Highly trained techs know exactly what they're doing. There'll be no surprises because every customer gets a complete written estimate before the work begins, so you're never hit with an unexpected expense. From alignments to oil changes to certified emissions repairs, Corsha's can do it all with the right combination of the latest technology and good old-time service. They know your time is valuable, so they get the job done right the first time and in a timely manner. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their new Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Corsha's Auto Repair, 8th and North Main in Norwich. Keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. Find us online at Corsha'sAutoRepair.com. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S, AutoRepair.com. So how to keep cool with this uh, warm, hot weather? Well, you do everything in moderation, like the twists. We can do a slow twist. Oh, 
Jeannie Sharp and Chuck, Chuck, Chubby Checker. Uh, well, I've known him for a while. I call him Chuck. W-I-C-H and Slow Twistin'. Well, here's a twist. 1962, Gary U.S. Bonds came out with a song that was one of the biggest hits of the summer called School Is Out. Do you remember that? And then, at the end of the school year, to show that it really wasn't so bad to get back to school, he had a hit song called School Is In. And seeing a lot of schools are in, here it is, Gary U.S. Bonds. See, that's not so bad, huh? School is in. Gary U.S. Bonds on WICH. He had School is Out, then he had School is In. He never recorded a song called School's on Vacation Break. He figured that was enough of that. Mixing them up for you every day on the Lunchtime Oldie Show. How many of you got to see Freddie Cannon come to the Wolf Den at uh, Mohegan Sun? He didn't realize what a great guitar player he was. Not only was his singing uh, bringing you hits, but he also could play the guitar. Yeah, there is heaven right here on earth with the beauty. 
Mixing them up on the first day of school for a lot of folks. And uh, high school. Remember when you went into high school from junior high? <laughs> that got a little bit scary, huh? But at least there were girls in the class. Open up a honey, it's your lover boy, me that's knocking. Why don't you let the nummy sugar all together at the high school rocket? Honey, get your bopping shoes. For the jukebox blows the fuse Hey, everybody hopping Everybody's bobbing Bobbing at the high school hop Hey, bobbing at the high school hop Taking at the high school hop Hopping at the high school hop We're rocking at the high school hop Hey, everybody hopping Everybody's bobbing Bobbing at the high school hop Come on, little baby Let's rock a little bit tonight W-I-C-H, he was always such a quiet boy, wasn't he? Jerry Lee, high school hop. And, of course, um, the first day, I guess, they, do they still have dances in school? I don't even know. But, uh, you know, periodically they would have a dance. And uh, 
Hopefully you'd have a date, otherwise you would just sit there and chew gum, right? Hey, it's cool. I went to the hop, you know what I mean? Well, here's the greatest hop song ever recorded. And it was done by uh, Danny and the Juniors. Personified everything that we ever enjoyed at the hop. Like hiding. So the girls wouldn't see us. But we were shy, kids. We were shy. and the juniors. I don't know if they ever graduated, but that was a big hit for them. Be careful at your first uh, high school crush because, uh, well, here's a little advice for the ladies.
that you've been dating. Whoa, I've got a feeling he's gonna put you you like I do, and you can see that little tug-of-war going there. I just found this in the uh, computer. It's called Teacher Takes a Walk. Hmm. When I get home from school, my folks are always laughing about something Stu Breyer said. So I brought my Walkman to school so I could listen to Stu. And my teacher took it away from me. And wouldn't you know, during lunch break, she's listening to Stu Breyer on my radio. I tell you, life isn't fair sometimes. The Stu Breyer Show, 9.30-2 on WICH 1310. Don't leave home without it. That little fella has kids of his own now, I'll tell you that much. Uh, here's Sandy Shaw. I walk along the city streets You used to walk along with me And every step I take Recalls how much in love we used to be Oh, how can I forget you When there is always something there to remind me Always be a part of me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When shadows fall, I pass a small cafe where we would dance at night. And I can't help recalling how it felt to kiss and hold you tight. Oh, how can I forget you? When there is always something there to remind me. to remind 
And I will never be free You'll always be a part of me Whoa, whoa, whoa Whoa, whoa, whoa When there is always something there to remind me Cindy Shaw, that was your big hit. Always something there. Stu's lunchtime oldies. Thinking about the early school days, huh? This first day of school. Excitement, the lump in your stomach. Biggest fear you'd forget your lunch. Those are some of the things that I was concerned about. Also, I was afraid I wouldn't find my seat. That's a little paranoid, huh? Ah, the good old days. 94.5 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. It's a great song about revenge. It's by the free movement at WICH, uh, AM and FM. What's new? I got up this morning and while I my woman came in, sat down by my side, with tears in her eyes, she said I've a confession to make, and I said woman, speak what's on Someone of my own Someone of my own I know those lonely nights When you left me all alone Oh, my new love would call And comfort me on the phone And I said, woman That's the way it's gotta be Then darling Don't you worry about me i 
one of my own I got up from the table I reached down and wiped the tears from her face I put out my cigarette Turned and walked away That's enough, that's enough, and, they, and then, then they lived happily ever after. It was a song called High School USA, and they recorded about, uh, I don't know, 50 different versions of this song. This is the national version of High School USA. See if we can get it to work for you. Tommy Fashenda. Okay, we're going to make a little adjustment. Don't go away. Hang in there, gang. Yep. Sometimes turntables are hard to keep going, you know? S A. They come from Pittsburgh, Chicago, and Boston, too. We walk in San Diego and old St. Louis. Cleveland, Portland, and L.A. Fort Worth, Charlotte, and Frisco Bay. Detroit, Newark, Memphis, too. Well, I want to do the high school for Bob with you. Yeah, yeah. They come from Dallas, Cincinnati, and good old Philly, Houston, Raleigh, and Kansas City, Miami, Baltimore, and Washington, Norfolk, Atlanta, and Charleston, Birmingham, Jacksonville, Tulsa, too. Well, I want to do the high school for Bob with you. That was St. Paul, Nashville, and San Antonio, York, Hartford, and Oklahoma, Cameron, Indianapolis, Buffalo, Tampa, Minneapolis, New Orleans, Columbus, Seattle, too. Well, I want to do the high school for Bob with you. Oh, huh. That's a hard record to find, but we found that one for today, but going back to school. 
What if we combine two of the, the greatest singers ever and you could hear a recording together by both of them? Jim Reeves and Patsy Cline. Listen to the two of them as they vocalize together. I've been dying to play this song for you. Country music at its best. Have you ever been lonely? Jim Reeves and Patsy Cline. Check it out. Have you ever been lonely? Have you ever been blue? Have you ever loved someone just as I love you? Can't you see I'm sorry for each mistake I've made? Can't you see I've changed, dear? Can't you see that I've played? Be a little forgiving. Take me back in your heart. How can I go on living now that we're Greats, a very rare recording as uh, they sing together. Have you ever been lonely? Don't be lonely. Just tune us in here. WICH AM 1310 and 94.5 FM. As we get uh, back to school, then you come home and your parents say, uh, well, how was your first day? I lost my lunch. You know, things like that. They ought to want to know. I hope they still sit down and talk to folks about that. The kids, 
I had the fortunate situation when my mom was home from school looking out the window waiting for me to get home from my first day of school. She had the oxygen. Everything was all set. And uh, it's an interesting memory. All right, everybody. Everybody uh, join in here. Everybody go, ah. Remember when they used to check, ah. They were checking her tonsils. To say to me, get those things out of there. My own true love. My own true love. At last I found you. school day the bell would ring you thought you were going to get trampled everybody was running around that final bell of the day wasn't exactly that bell but um it was a sweet little sound hopefully the bus will be there news is next then we'll have a little fun we're going to play a routine by robert klein in the hour about uh, substitute teaching and open lines as well from personality radio wicham 1310 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. It is now coming up to 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. 
I'm Steve Kathan. A big moment for NASA will have to wait after today's postponement of a test flight for the new moon rocket. I'm Peter King at the Kennedy Space Center. Actually, it was a somewhat bumpy countdown from the start. Lightning delayed, fueling by an hour. Then there was a hydrogen leak that was solved. The showstopper turned out to be the inability to chill down one of the big rocket's four main engines for flight. They have to be conditioned with super cold fuel so they can fly safely. Engineers worked the problem for more than an hour before launch director Charlie Blackwell Thompson said it was time to call it a day. Well, now to Georgia where a judge has delayed the Republican governor's testimony in the 2020 election investigation until after his own re-election battle is settled in November. Sandra Parrish of affiliate WSB. The judge has ruled Georgia Governor Brian Kemp does not have sovereign immunity from testifying despite his attorney's argument that the special grand jury is different from a regular grand jury and does not have the power to indict. CBS's Stephen Portnoy looks ahead to this week's court hearing in the Trump Mar-a-Lago documents case. Former President Trump's request for a special master is based on the idea that some of what the FBI took should be set aside as privileged. Federal prosecutors say that's already been done, with a limited set of materials determined by an FBI team to be potentially covered by attorney-client privilege. The judge in the case has set a Thursday hearing on Trump's request. She's already signaled she intends to grant it. Well, there's concern in Jackson, Mississippi, over the swelled Pearl River with additional rain in the forecast. Brandon Rains of WJTV says nearby roads are already taking on water. Walked back just a couple of feet. The water was already up at my knees, and it keeps getting deeper from there, and the water is still going forward so parts of the more parts of the roadway could be underwater within a couple of hours u.n nuclear inspectors are headed for ukraine getting the green light to take a look at the major nuclear plant that's in the vicinity of wartime shelling foreign minister dimitro kaleba says this will head off a possible catastrophe without an exaggeration this mission will be the hardest uh, in the history of iaea given the active combat activities the Major League Baseball Players Association is pushing now to unionize minor leaguers, reversing decades of opposition. The average Major League salary is above $4 million a year. Players in the minors earn as little as $400 a week during their six-month season. Wall Street right now, a bit of a comeback for stocks, but the Dow is down 19 points. The S&P is down about three points. This is CBS News. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. They offer customized financial planning for you, not just your assets. Learn more by calling 888-598-3966. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up. Hedge against inflation and the downturn in the stock market. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help make an investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you are an SEC-accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. The U.S. government needs your investment in oil, and you are allowed to write off on your taxes nearly 100% of your investment this year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to 150 a barrel. Call 1-800-278-7455. Encore Energy is a very active oil and gas operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 1-800-278-7455. Encore Energy. That's 1-800-278-7455.
Every inch you have to loosen your belts could be measuring a shortened lifespan. British researchers measured the waistlines of more than 400,000 middle-aged adults and monitored their heart health over a 13-year period. They found that for every extra inch around the waistline, the risk of heart failure increased by about 10%. That means a person with a 41-inch waist is close to 40% more likely to suffer heart failure than one with a 37-inch waist. The University of Oxford study found waist size is a better indicator of obesity-linked heart risk than the more commonly used BMI or body mass index. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Well, two suspects are being sought in the shooting of Washington Commanders rookie running back Brian Robinson. The team says it was an attempted robbery or carjacking in D.C. and Robinson's injuries are not life-threatening. He is said to be in good spirits at a hospital. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Hi. Uh, hi. Welcome back. I just heard some sad news that uh, our buddy uh, Marvin is very ill. And you may want to say a prayer for him. We're sorry to hear that. In the meantime... Hour number four of our program, 889-5252. You just heard the story about a carjacking. There's so many of them. It should be an automatic five years in prison with no chance of parole. Do you think that'll ever happen? Probably not, but that's the only way to stop it. Fortunately, the uh, football player who was shot during a carjacking is going to be okay. I don't know exactly what the wounds were, but... uh, mm. Tough penalties. You want to stop it? Tough penalties. Maybe someday we'll have the wake-up call on that. Seven minutes after one. 889-5252 is our number. Any topic that you choose, I can recommend some. 860-889-5252 is the number. I was for some time a few years ago a substitute teacher. And that's the kind of work where you depend on a call from a school principal every morning to wake you up, you see. And uh, why is it when someone wakes you up out of a deep sleep, they always ask, did I wake you? And you always deny it, you know, you always deny it. No, you didn't wake me. People don't like to be caught napping at six in the morning. So uh, it goes like this, you know, ring, whoo, good morning, Mr. Klein, this is Mr. Torelli, Jefferson Junior High School. Good morning, Mr. Torelli. I didn't wake you, did I, Mr. Klein? Oh, Mr. Trelly, I was just reading the Bible. <laughs> you know, I get into my car. When you try to start your car on a cold winter morning, the car seems to talk to you. You know, like, please don't try to stop me. Leave me alone, I'm cold, I don't want to stop. Leave me alone! Leave me alone! Leave me alone! Right, 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 right. You're on your way. Now you get to the school, and that's when your troubles begin. See, when the kids know that you're a substitute, they take advantage. They pull their bits like your forged absentee notes, you know. And they're so bad at it, too. Cause of absence, bubonic plague. Who's kidding? <laughs> and, of course, they, uh, they, they do humming and make noises when you turn your back to write on the board, you know, like this. <laughs> so I used to choose a monitor, a big kid in my class. Alfredo was my monitor. An interesting boy, Alfredo. I had murderers in my class. So I needed a big boy. Alfredo was in the seventh grade, and then the war interrupted his studies briefly. <laughs> 
And so 1941 through 45, and he's, he's in the ninth grade now, he's a little up to, he wants to feel useful, he's 37 years old. You have to get him off people's throats, he goes for the throat, you know. Well, what do you do with a kid? You can't send him to the assistant principal in charge of discipline. She doesn't want him, she's afraid. You know, Mr. Klein, do the best you can till Detective Flanagan gets here. You, know? well, you can't give him a zero in conduct, what a weak thing that is. You get a zero in conduct, he goes, zero in conduct. <laughs> comes back. Oh, really? The only source of power you have over them is that presumably you know more. When they find out you don't know your subject, you lose your power. They test you, you know. Mr. Klein, what's the square root of 158? Uh, I don't know. We'll come to that later. He doesn't know. 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 Get him! Storm the desk! It's a Bolshevik revolution, you see. So you have to keep them occupied. Keep them occupied. Get the homework now. Example, 40 to 10,000. Uh, then you give them a little incentive for doing it. You know, if you finish before the bell rings, you can all make love. Okay? Right. Now, zip, you go down to the assembly. Thank you. Go down to the assembly, you know, chaos in the auditorium. It used to begin with a prayer, as you remember. Of course, you can't pray in the public schools anymore. It's against the law. Although you do hear the Lord's name quite a bit around schools. <laughs> in an unofficial way, you know, mostly among faculty. Lord, get me out of here. Lord. But uh, it used to begin with a kid reading the psalm. You remember that? And he always read it badly. It was kind of boring. You know, the Lord is my sheepard. Uh, and then everyone's falling asleep. Then comes the color guard, you know. Dun, 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 dun. Little boys with tremendous flags. They give them a strap here with a little Parcheesi dice cup at the bottom. Of it. <laughs> That's dangerous, you know. When you're this small and the flag is that big, it walks you, you know. It's going to go right through you. I used to carry the New York City flag at PS94 in the Bronx. Uh, that's the one you may not recall, the emblem of the New York City flag, very proud of it. It's the one of the white man jipping the Indian, perhaps you saw it. $24, this whole island, we gave it to them good. And they got us back, tobacco. <coughs> anyway, <laughs> continuing along, finally. Imagine when it was about 2.15 in the afternoon, you have 45 minutes to go, and it's a beautiful sunny day, and it's boring. The teacher is a human sedative, you know, and you're looking for anything to break it up. And finally, it comes a fire drill. Dang, 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 Hey, fire drill! You line up there, and the teacher becomes a robot. This is serious business. Quickly and quietly, we button our lips. No talking. No talking. No talking. No talking. Teacher, can you open one button? We can't understand the word you say. No talking. Boom. You disperse the various parts of the neighborhood, ostensibly to watch the building crumble. You know. And it never does. It's just there. And of course, the kids are amazed to be out on school hours. You know, the children think that on school hours, the rest of the world ceases to function. You know, so they're amazed. Look at that, a car. I never saw that. A lady at 2.15, a dog. I thought they only come out at 3. <laughs> teaching children is a peculiar thing. The first teaching experience I ever had was teaching children swimming. I was a lifeguard in a resort hotel. And I must tell you, I did save a little boy's life. He was a ratty kid. No one liked him. The staff at the hotel hated him, you know. But his idea of fun was playing catch with Farina, things like that. You know? <laughs> but anyway, I pulled him out of the deep end. I literally saved the boy's life. And his parents tipped me $5. Now, how did they come up with the figure? I don't understand. Uh, how much should we give him? I don't know. Fifteen? Or, uh, how long have we had the boy? Fifteen? <laughs> I thought I could have gotten fifteen from the staff to let him drown.
That's Robert Klein in the story of the substitute teacher. He was a funny man, and is a funny man, Robert Klein. Welcome to the program. Very funny. Very, very funny. Um, in today's New London Day, there's an article, It Shouldn't Be This Hard to Buy an Electric Car. Oh, yes. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about electric cars, but did you know that there are certain charging stations for certain types of electric cars? No, I don't. But they're not mm-hmm. all the same. You can't just go to a random charging station and charge your car based on this article. Um, Teslas have their own. And he wound up getting, um, this guy wound up getting a hybrid. His Kia Nero goes 24 miles on electric charge, and then it switches over to gas. Oh. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody else has a, um, what do you call it, A, a Volt. And that, that goes a little bit further. Um, he talked to somebody who, he, he looked at electric, but you can get like a Volkswagen one for a little less than 50000 and, you know, prices went up and up with different, different brands, BMWs and Audis and sixty grand and 80000 or more. Then he talked to somebody, she drives a Chevy Volt, and... Um, she recommended to talk to this person, um, and they, the woman, she was an auto, auto industry analyst and EV advocate, Chelsea Sexton, said he should keep his car because research indicates that there'd be a bigger market for plug-in hybrids if they had 60-mile all-electric range. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, so you can go 60 miles with your hybrid? What if you have to go 65 miles? You know, this isn't going to work. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously it would switch over to gas, but until they make cars better, until they make it so that if you order an electric car, you don't have to wait three months or six months or a year to get it. Um, and until they have the infrastructure for them, I don't think they should be pushing it. And I know California and there are other states that are in on this. You, you're not going to be able to buy a gas car after 2035. But within a couple of years, 35% of the cars have to be electric. Within, you know, like five years, um, 60%, you know, I don't know how, how it went, but they're, they're trying to phase them in, but they haven't built the infrastructure yet. They, they haven't settled the problem with the parts not being available, with them not being able to make cars like this. I, I just, it makes no sense to me. Well, there's a whatsoever. lot of things you're going to have to do before it really uh, gets into action, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're putting the cart before the horse. And only if and it's the, an electric cart. You know, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the cart isn't going to go anywhere unless the mm-hmm. horse or the horsepower pulls it. You know, carts just stay stationary. So until they solve these problems, they shouldn't be making these demands on people 
you go out and buy cars, you know, and, and also somebody, I don't know whether it was him or somebody else, they talked about the rebates. So this person bought a car, it was like a $5,000 rebate on it, and then they can get a $7,500 credit on their taxes. But the car costs $60,000. I can't afford it. And I would say many people can't. So I just, I don't understand. Um, one, one other really, really quick thing. I watched an interview um, Sarah Carter, who was on Fox News, had with one of the um, traffickers, human traffickers down at the border. Mm-hmm. Okay, $12,000 to get to the border, and I don't remember what, whether that was for a child or for an adult male or a family, I don't know. And then 16000 to get over the border. But Biden's going to solve people's problems by tank- taking $10,000 off if you have a federal loan, not another loan. Not that parent, you know, doesn't think about parents that have paid, you know, or kids that have paid off their loans. Doesn't think about those that have never had a loan. Um, but twenty, like $28,000 to cross that border. Um, is he going to start giving them back rebates? It just Probably. None of this Probably. Makes Probably. Sense. Probably. Anyway. All right, thank um, you. It's a one day out, but enjoy it. You too. And I'm, yeah. I'm Kate. I'll hang up for now. Bye. See you later. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. I just, I just got in, man, right at the top of your hour, and uh, I went to stop and shop, get my shop, and why the music was on. Because I'd rather listen to you talk instead of just I, I listen to your music. I know all the music, not all of it, but I, I love your music. But I can sacrifice. I had to get my shop, and the banks are changing. M and T were going from People's Bank to M and T, so I'm getting all this. Okay. You know, literature and whatnot. I got my call. Yeah, it's going to happen over the, uh, the holiday weekend. But that's not why I really called. Uh, Marvin, I've known him from eons, Phil. You need to say, say, is he at the back of the hospital? I assume so. I just got the word that he is very, very ill. and uh... I'm going to find out, still. Yeah, because I can call back and find out. Well, the last time I saw him was at the Veterans Memorial, and he was getting a new phone, and not my phone. I thought you were hacking on me about getting a new phone. I lost all my contacts. You don't have his phone number, man. And then him and his brother, Greg, they, I came home at the DQ uh, get-together at your DQ get-together, and they gave me a lift back home that day because I wasn't driving. And uh, and that's the last time I seen of him. And to hear this, I, you know, i got to find out, man. We go way back. We were both in the same fields. He was nuclear. I was non-nuclear machinist mate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and he's like, he's 64, I believe now. And I'll be 62 in November. So, thumbs up, man. i got to find out. You know, he lost his girlfriend last year, too, Stu. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, very recent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very recent. Yeah, Patricia. Yeah, and, uh. Yeah, I know. Well, I know them both, but uh, yeah, I man, I got to find out now, Stu. So, at least your broadcast. If you didn't broadcast that, I would have never known unless Greg called me. He ne- he don't have my number, so I'm sorry to hear this. Well, we look out for the family, the uh, the WICH family, and uh, we can only uh, pray for him. That's it, brother. I love you, man. Talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. Alligator, welcome to the program. You're on the air. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, good afternoon, Stu. Yes, that, Susan. Is Marvin sick? 
Yes. Oh, well, I guess I'll have to pray this afternoon. All right. Okay, I will. Um, oh, talking about electric cars and stuff, mm-hmm. over the weekend I heard in New York City, they have what they call EV bikes, they're electric bikes. Well, they're having a big controversy over using them because there have been 200 fires and six people have died on them. And New York City, of all places, are investigating the lithium battery thing on the, on the electric bike. So that's one little thing. Right now going on over in Iraq, and this is Jack Pasovic posted it, they are, there is a run or an attack on the embassy, which is the green zone, and the pictures on the Internet are... The whatever, whoever the big guy is in that green zone embassy, U.S., or whatever it is, um, he's leaving by helicopter. Looks identical to Vietnam and um, by helicopter with mm-hmm. Afghanistan. So here we go again. Baghdad, they're chasing them out. Well, could and, be uh, somebody from Iran. We don't know for sure, but we'll just keep sending Iran money. Yep, yep. So, yeah, well, we don't know who did it yet. That, no, I know I that. don't know right now, but we're watching that. You know, military and the family, you know, the whole deal. And um, anybody that wants to know about what's going on in the oil company and how much Bill Gates is making, get yourself a Forbes magazine. I don't know he gave me a free subscription, but I love it. Really? Good for you. Um. Bill Gates is actually getting, you know how you can invest in a company in the old days that gave you a check every month instead of just being in Wall Street, you actually got a check? Mm-hmm. I can't think what they call it. I have to read the article again. He's getting a $200,000 a month check out of what he invested in. And I'm going to have to find out what it is because I only skimmed through it. And... There's a big oil billionaire guy out in Texas, Midland, Texas. Oh, they're still drilling, and they're making a mint, and you can bet on that. So anyone who wants to know the truth about what's really going on behind the scenes and what, and what we're being told, well, Forbes is it, and well, along with Epic Times. Tomorrow, I have to tell you what's going on with the military and Army housing. Coming attractions with Susan. Oh, yeah. And um, do you want a conspiracy theory or wait till tomorrow? You got another, You mean something else? You have a conspiracy theory? Oh, I got a real good one. I heard it on Friday okay. night. And this, on, ladies on, and on gentlemen, coast coast. Oh, you need an introduction for this. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Susan's current conspiracy theory. Go ahead. Okay, a guy who was predicting the future asked him what he saw. He says there's going to be a dirty bomb, but it's going to be a false flag in either New York City or Texas. And there's going to be, and Biden's going to call martial law. Gives me the chills to even talk about it. Martial law, and he's going to call off the election in November. Hey, that could be our October surprise, but this is what a guy said. I didn't say it. So it's not going to go in your conspiracy book? or Well, it, well no, not unless it really happened. Okay. I mean, this is, I'm like, whoa. I mean, I could actually picture martial law and canceling the election, but he, the guy called it a false flag where... Somebody does it just to make it look like we're under attack and then all this other garbage, I don't know. But you know what? What if the Iraq thing is to work your way up to it? I don't know. 
All right, Susan, you got me thinking. Yeah, I wonder. Okay, but that's Jack Pizopic if anybody wants to look him up on the Internet. All right, thanks, Okay. Carol. See ya. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Sunny, hot, and humid, 88. Partly cloudy, patchy, fog, low, 70. Tomorrow, partly sunny, warm, and humid. High in the upper 80s. Wednesday, a morning shower, but a little bit. Otherwise, mostly sunny and less humid, 86. Temperature now 83 degrees. Let's take this call before the break. 860-889-5252. Welcome to the program. Stu, I, I beg your pardon for calling right back. I just got off the phone with the operator at the Bacchus, and I told him the name. Visiting hours are from 10 to 8, Monday through Sunday through um, Monday, you know, all, every, every day. And if you want, can I say his bed number and his room number over there? Or I just wanted to let you know know he is in the hospital. I don't know if they're taking company, uh, Joe, but what you do. Well, I asked him if it's all right if I could call you. And he said visiting hours, but he didn't say yay or nay. When I was in the ER in uh, ICU for five days, I didn't see anybody, so I don't know. Okay, what you do is you go to the front desk and you you give the patient's name and say, I'd like to visit him, and uh, they'll tell you if you can. That's oh, all. okay. That's that's right in the, Okay, that's simple enough, brother. Okay, thanks. Thanks a lot, Stu. All right, let's take a break. And we got lots of things to talk about. Ninety-four point five and thirteen ten WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit wich.com/contest-rules. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Another Connecticut bank is being acquired by a large out-of-state institution. How much does your bank value you if they're selling your account again? This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. If your bank has proved once more that shareholders and profits come first, maybe it's time to let them know you've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. That symphony of engines roaring in perfect harmony. It's a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, Jerry. Oh, my word. Really, really terrible. Was that a glockenspiel, Jerry? Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Uh, No, Jerry. It's over. We talked about back to school today and when we went to school, what what it was like. And uh, also we talked about an article that I thought was very interesting for those who are on overload, and a lot of us are, with news that is not great, you know, with the pandemics and the monkeypox and COVID and all of the other things, inflation, the border. Some people are just going blah, 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 blah. And it's really affecting them, their nervous system, their anxiety. So what do you do to get away from it? And there are things we can do to get away from it. You can go to a movie, have some friends over and just talk about fun things. There's a hundred other channels that you can watch that are sitcoms and lighthearted shows. So there's a number of things just to get your mind off all of this explosive stuff in our brains coming from the news. So I think that's an important one. You know, some people are losing sleep over it. So 
Just relax. All we have is this moment, so let's make the most of it and not sit down and worry about everything. All right? We also talked about back to school. I don't know about you, but when substitute teachers came in, the classes would always test them, see if they were going to be firm, keep you in check. And if you've heard this story before, you know, I don't mind if you go and get a snack because it's so interesting. I remember when uh, one substitute teacher came into our class and sat down. And, you know, we were just supposed to study. He was just watching us. Some jerk in the back row threw a nickel at him. And I figured, oh, this guy is going to be, he's going to get up and he's going to be angry and uh, didn't budge. Then another kid threw a dime. And then the next thing you know, 20, 25 kids were throwing change at him. True story. He sat there on the desk and said nothing. They were throwing nickels and dimes and quarters. And I was not about to throw my lunch money away. Neither did I want to do that. And that was it. After they emptied their pockets, the bell rang. He got up, collected all the change, put it in his pocket, and the kids left class. I didn't dream this. This actually happened. Testing the substitute teacher. He should have asked for a check. They could have made an airplane out of it or something. Probably made more with that change than he did for sitting in for that particular day. But you hear about horror stories with substitute teachers, so they have to be tough just like the regular teacher. Another thing that's always been strange, when you're out of school and you see a teacher out of the elements of her being a school teacher, it's like, oh, my God. There's Mrs. Um, Murphy. She's in the supermarket. Um, what am I, I don't want to see her. I... My mother would say, well, they have another life outside the school. You know, oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> what do you think, they live in the school? There she is in real life when she's not doing her job. Funny little memories of school, huh? 889-5252 is our number if you'd like to uh, check in with us. Just check in at the desk. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Summer on Block Island, things really get going. The restaurants, the bands, the shops, and beaches. And of course, Block Island Express, where things are more than just humming. Zipping you from New London to Block Island in total comfort on the fastest ferry from the mainland. Block Island Express. On the island, take it slow. To the island, make it fast. Book your trip today at goblockisland.com. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street in 
in Norwich. Shh, there's my teacher. Shh. Stu Breyer with the WICHAM and FM. Jimmy Fallon has his talk show after the news. When he's not doing his talk show, he's a stand-up comedian. Also on the telly quite a bit on Fox News. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. I just wanted to say um, Marvin can hear at this point. I already gave his brother uh, to tell him what I wanted to say. Um, secondly, I wanted to say... My uh, people from um, Tibet behind me are celebrating a monk's birthday. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So it sounded so fun. I looked over the fence. They're all dancing. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I, I, I got the um, the owner, and I'm like, hey, young, uh, hey, what's going on? Is celebrating a monk's birthday. And he's inviting me over fun, food, dance. I'm going to go over there to divert <laughs> what's going on. So I'm going to join them in a few minutes. It'll be interesting how they celebrate birthdays. I do. They, they do a lot of dancing. You can going to dance with them? Um, yeah, I will. They're uh, dancing, gowns, whatnot. There is a separate tent um, exclusively, and he kept Tell me, come over, come over, see, and I will, because probably under this tent is their shrine of some sort. I'm thinking, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, do it. It's be interesting to see how they uh, celebrate. Yeah, I'm open. I'm open for that. You know, um, mm-hmm. I don't speak their language. They are bilingual, so I'll get through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you, cool uh, they, so, live in, they live in back of you, I, huh? Huh? They live in back of you. Yes, absolutely. I love them. You know, and I said that before. I love my neighbors. Everybody's a different culture. And, you know, you need to celebrate or be curious. Be, you know, go up there and like, huh. Great everybody gets what? along. That's wonderful. Exactly. And they're harmless. They're having a lot of fun. I'm like, I'm going over there, <laughs> you know. So they're harmless, and you're harmless. Good yeah. people are all harmless. I'm going to go over there in my mm, shorts. I'm probably dressed differently from them, but I don't, they don't care. care. They don't care. You know what? You know, you shake hands, bow, whatever you got to do, elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll smile. That's the big thing, Stu. Smile. Okay, uh, let us know how it is. I'll let you know. All right, thank you. Have fun. Take care. Hello, welcome to the program. Yellow. Did you ever answer the phone? Yellow. Me. You're on. Hi. Is that you? That's me. Is that you? Oh, I can barely hear you. Well, I'm talking at my normal level, so I don't know. Oh, oh, right. And am I coming in all right? Yes, you are coming in fine. Oh, good. What was Susan talking about? Susan, uh, her latest conspiracy. Oh, what was the latest? Uh, oh, some psychic said that this was going to happen. There was going to be a fake bomb or something. Oh, a smart bomb? Did she say? Yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah. It was somebody with a alleged premonition. 
And it's gonna uh, it's gonna derail the election. Yeah, they were gonna cancel the election in the midterms, and, and then they're gonna go get a blizzard at Dairy Queen. You know how <laughs> that goes, right? Oh yeah, whatever. Are are we having another one? Or I have one? no updated information as of the moment. My no, dear. that's fine because the one was lovely, and I never expected, you know, another. Well, I'd be up for it. Put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> everybody would be, mm. including Dairy Queen. Plus, it'll be a little cooler, so I wouldn't melt. So yeah, that'd be good. I know that that is a, is a lot better. And there mm. was, what the heck? There was one other thing I was going to ask you. Now, of course, I cannot think of it. Oh, that's all right. Well, if you want to get together, actually, uh, in September, we're going to be uh, doing a remote broadcast. In the parking lot of WICH. Oh! <laughs> but I don't have ice cream. Hey, where's the food truck? Mm, maybe we can get a food truck. Or two or three. Yeah. One barbecue one. Uh, BYOI, bring your own ice cream. <laughs> or, or anything. That would be nice, too. Yeah, it's anything. happening. It's just nice to get everyone together. It's happening. It's definitely happening. You know, oh, mm. oh that's good. All and, right. Uh, I, I wish I could think of what I was going to ask you, but that's that's all right. Well, you can call back. I know. I know. Like. I know. I, I know. know where you live. No, I don't mean where you live. I mean where you work. You know where I work. And I'm huh? not threatening. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you get blizzards. <laughs> yeah, boy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right. Sir. Thank you. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Starting to sound like an auctioneer. Thank you for calling. So the man who put his hand up, but he was only scratching his nose. And he just bought a Lexus. Oh, dear. What happens if you're at an auction and you you get the winning bid and you don't want to do it? Is, is that a problem? What are they going to do, right? I changed my mind. I guess that's not ethical in... Uh, the world of auctioning. Ever go to auctions? Told you earlier in the show today, in case you missed it, in an auction over the weekend on Sunday, a 1952 Mickey Mantle rookie card in mint condition went for, is that right, $12,600? I think that's what it was. Twelve million, excuse me, twelve thousand. That's pocket change, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hard to believe, isn't it? Somebody would bid on a Mickey Mantle. Not that Mickey Mantle wasn't a great player. I know he was a great player. Twelve million. Twelve point six million dollars. Nineteen fifty-two Mickey Mantle rookie card, which is in great shape. It looks brand new. Of course, it wouldn't be worth a lot if it wasn't. $12.6 million. Ho-hum. Just another day at the auction house. I wonder if that guy's wife knows. Hey, honey. Guess that I won today. $12.6 million. Who are you calling? You're calling your lawyer? Ooh. What else is going on? We have t- plenty of time for your calls. It's uh, 21 minutes before 2. I had so many requests to hear this song again that I played uh, about a week or two ago. I had so many requests. Well, actually, it was one. This is called uh, I Like Bananas Because They Don't Have Bones. 
baby, yes, sir. Here I go. I stood by the fruit store on the corner just to watch a funny-looking man. And this is what he said. I heard every word, and I'll tell you so you'll understand. you're thinking, ah, Stu's gone bananas. Bananas are very good for you. You probably have heard that. I have another banana song. That was my first crush. It was Chiquita Banana. Banana, banana, banana. I've never heard anything bad about a banana unless you poke it in your eye. It is a very good fruit and it's very well protected. From the Hotel Sheets in downtown Plunkettville, the Funkin' Broadcasting Company presents the music of Pete DeAngelis and his loyal Plunkettvillevanians. Here in the beautiful gold, yellow, copper, steel, iron ballroom of the Hotel Sheets in downtown Plunkettville, overlooking the uptown section of downtown Pottstown. Stay with us, won't you? And enjoy the sweetest music this side of the Monongahela River. One mile high, two and one half blocks from the center of old New Orleans. Ah, there's gaiety, merriment, and dancing in the hotel sheets nightly. Now, to get things underway, Pete and his loyal banditos play a medley of old standard favorites. Commencing with your red scarf matches your eyes, clothes cover before striking, your father had the ship fitter blues, and loving you has made me bananas. This beautiful picture and lovely lyric portrayed vocally by Dickie Ryan. Oh, your red scarf matches your eyes You closed your cover before striking Father had to ship fitter blues Loving you has made me bananas 
Oh, your red scarf matches your eye You closed your cover before strike Father had to ship bitter blues Loving you has made me bananas Oh, you burnt your finger that evening While my back was turned I asked the waiter for I dined But I dined all alone Oh, beautiful ballad. It's, uh, I love that. Jerry and uh, John Marks. What's his name? Yeah. All right. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. How you doing today? Good, sir. Thanks. I've got some information for you that you might not have heard. Okay, I'm always up for that. First, I want to recommend a good movie because it's important for nowadays. Do you, have, do you remember Audie Murphy to Helen Back? Yes. The war hero. Mm-hmm. Little guy wouldn't uh, qualify for a lot of things. Got into the movies. Audie Murphy, he was mm-hmm. America's most decorated soldier because of his bravery against the National Socialists in Europe and mm-hmm. Africa. He wouldn't be in the Army nowadays, him and none of the guys in his platoon. He would be kicked out. That's how our army's doing right now. People like that aren't welcome in the military now. We're going to lose the war. That's the first thing I want to tell you. There's nobody like that in the army. Oh, I don't We're know. not going to win. Russia's going to win this war. So you better, and all of us got to realize our lives are going to change a little. You know, there's going to be consequences. Where's the oil going to come from, for example? So well, I, hope- I, I saw that move and I realized right away we're <clears> in big trouble. I hope it doesn't happen. What else you got? Okay, the real reason for the call that you haven't heard is Paul Pelosi Jr. Mm-hmm. You know who that is? Paul Pelosi Jr., that's the son of the uh, her husband who uh, was arrested for DWI. That's correct. Nancy Pelosi's son mm-hmm. is on Hunter Biden's laptop without clothes, with a plate of cocaine, and what appears to be under the age of 10 Asian girl whose hands are bound and has a hood over her head. Now, where did you get this information? I saw the picture, Stu, and I didn't keep it. It's absolutely true. It's the same room that the other pictures were in. That's definitely him. Was that something you saw? I can go look for it again and send it to you if you want. But I don't even want to look at it. That's how horrific this is. Did you see it online? Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's from Hunter Biden's laptop. Paul Pelosi Jr. The young girl's hands are bound. She is nude. She has a hood over her head. They have a plate of cocaine. Now you know, you know that people can doctor up those things, don't you? Oh, come on, Stu. This is over two and a half years. The FBI has had this laptop. It's not Russian propaganda. 
No, it doesn't have to be Russia propaganda. It could be anybody who wants to uh, put something online and doctor it up. Okay, cut and paste and make little pictures of me on top of Cupid's body or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's not what this is, though. It's, okay, well. It's the same room. It's the same table. Mm -hmm. It's the coke. It's the guy. These people are sick. There's also Joe Biden on there. You want to make a picture of Joe Biden? Joe Biden's in. Joe Biden's in the because it didn't show anything bad. Oh, okay. It shows the back of the girl. Joe okay. Biden has no clothes on, and there's an Asian girl there. Well, something I haven't heard or seen, so I don't know what to tell you. I saw it. I can send you that one. That's only PG rated. You would think something like that would have gotten out all over the country. No, 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 no. The FBI said it was Russian propaganda. And, it's, and, and, and lied about the whole thing. Well, that's been disproven. It definitely wasn't Russian propaganda. They have proof of that now. Right. It's Hunter Biden's laptop. These people are on there with their drugs with little kids, and the FBI covered it up. It's absolutely true. All right, if sir. If that was you on that laptop, it would have been over for you 10 minutes after they saw it. That's the country we're living in. Look at the judge from the Epstein case. So where do you find that online? I mean, it's uh, what do you, did it just pop up? The people who had the laptop in Europe try to put it out through channels on 4chan, and then people publish it on their um, pages, home pages, mm -hmm. or the FBI or whoever the internet company tells them to delete it. They're well, slowly putting them out. I can't imagine can. him with a, him out. Well, I can't imagine him doing uh, it with a ten-year-old girl. It's uh, oh, he wants to. I know he was. I got a six-six-six tattoo on his back. Hunter Biden. Yeah, I mean, I, he's a mess. I guess he's uh, cleaned his act up now, but it's a little too late. Well, oh, maybe not. Wants to. Listen, I'm not naive. I know that there's so much cover-up in that case, and. Uh, Obviously, it's a partisan situation, and a lot of people don't want to believe it, but... Uh, it is definitely Paul Pelosi, Jr. It is definitely Joe Biden. He is the big guy. And it's even more than what's on that laptop. All right, sir. probably one-tenth of what's going on, not even. All right. Have a good day. Well, good luck. I hope you can figure it out. When you do figure it out, you're going to feel bad, I think. Realize well, certainly, if I if I realize on. it's legitimate, I'm going to talk about it. That's for sure. Okay. Well, Thank you. That's. Uh, I guess nothing would surprise us these days, but that's. Um, you know, a little much. So, another warm summer day, southeastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. Hello to all you folks on Block Island. I know you can hear me there. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, how about uh, if you want to 
Get a call in. We have plenty of time for two or three. How about one of the first hits by Johnny Cash? Hey, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, get a rock and roll feeling in your bones. Put taps on your toes and get gone, get a rhythm. When you get the blues. A little shoeshine boy, he never gets low down, but he's got the dirtiest job in town. Bending low at the people's feet on a windy corner of the dirty street. Will I ask him while he shined my shoes how to keep from getting the blues? He grinned as he raised his little head, he popped his shoeshine rag, and then he said, get rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, a jumpy rhythm makes you feel so fine. It'll shake all your trouble from your worried mind. Get a rhythm. When you get the blues. Johnny Cash Music, that's when he was with Sun Records. Welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. I, uh, I'm i calling about Marvin. Uh, he's one of my favorite callers, although he could be abrasive sometimes, but uh, I always enjoy his opinions on different things, and I just want to send uh, a, a good get-well-wish uh, out to him if he's able to listen, or if not, his loved ones. Yeah, I'm sure that. Uh, well, if he could, he would. I, I hope he has a radio in the in the room. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. So I had a lot of things to talk about, but I've got to make notes here. All right. <laughs> My well, mind isn't like it used to be. So. Please, please check in tomorrow. Yes. Good idea. Okay. Thank okay, you. Okay. Bye bye. Get rhythm when you get the blues. Uh, there's an Elvis Presley song that I don't think. Uh, Anybody has ever heard? I'm going to try to get it in for tomorrow's program. Welcome to the program. Hi. Who was that lady just talking about? We're talking about Marvin is sick. Oh. We're talking about Marvin. Oh, is he in the hospital? Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, May I ask what for? I don't know uh, what the problem is, but I know he's very sick. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm. I hope he's he's all right. Yeah. Yeah. How's everything in your family, okay? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, we're hang- yeah, I lost a friend very recently to um, rectal cancer. My. But, uh, you know, this is 
How the little how the little kids grown up? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I know. You remember? I mean, we all remember when the girls were your girls were born. Mm-hmm. And how old are they now? Mallory is twenty-seven, and uh, <laughs> good grief, huh? <gasps> Holy crow! I know. How old is Elise? Elise is uh, five years younger. She's uh. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Right. <laughs> you sound like me. You good with the math. Good with the math. I used to be so good at math, but not me. <laughs> and now, just going into college is May. Oh wow! Yeah. She was. Yeah. Well, that's how old I'm anticipating my girls will be. <laughs> yeah. So what are they? About ten now? Nine? No, they're six. Six. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're six. Seemed like longer uh, ago when they were preemies and. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. were rooting for them, and uh, now yeah. they're about six. And in the meantime, we get we get the nice wrinkles and the the geriatric problems that we always laughed about. I know when I was a younger woman, I used to laugh about you know listening to my my relatives. Oh yeah, this is really bothering me, and and you're <laughs> thinking, oh my God, this is Jesus Christ. These pardon pardon me, God. Uh, it's these old people talking, and now we're the old people. <laughs> So now when you reach a certain age, if you don't wake up with a pain, you think something's wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't <that> amazing? <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, anyway, Godspeed to everybody. And Yep. Yep. All thank, right. Thank, thank you, Steve. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's uh, leave you with a little smile today, just a little bit. Uh, put on the bubble machine. Uh, Don Ho. Hawaiian Santa Claus, Don Ho Ho. Tiny bubbles in the wine, and wine. Makes you feel free. Make me happy. Oh, makes me happy. Make me feel fine. Tiny bubbles make me warm. Sing along now. So here's to the golden moon, and here's to the silver sea, and mostly here's a toast to you and me. Tiny bubbles. Please be kind to each other. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. W233DB in Norwich, 94.5 FM.